Legacy CRM platforms have made you compromise for far too long. With HubSpot CRM platform, you don't have to choose between enterprise tools that are powerful or easy to use. It gives you both, so your marketing, sales, and service teams can align with ease, accelerate sales, and anticipate every customer need. Finally, there's a CRM platform that helps you run better so you can grow better without complexity ever getting in the way. Learn more at HubSpot.com. Recorded live. Level, saying the devil's no. And look him in his eye when the enemy's facing 
Try your call again. Thank you.
Black Power, BB Fortier, Maho Top, Ancient African Egyptian Power, Praise Now Turner, Gordy Garvey, Lord of the Spirit of Dr. Khalid Abdul Muhammad, Praise Harriet Tubman, Glory to Ida B. Wells, Lord of the Spirit of Dr. Francis Chris Wilson. What it do out there tonight, family? What it do? What it do? What it do? You know what it is. It's Feet on the Ground Radio. We back at you. This is Think Tank Thursday. We getting off the news. You want to know what's on your African mind? We, been, we ain't been here in a while, but we were going to get it in nice. Do it right. You know what I'm saying? We got a lot of shit popping off. It's New Year. We've been rocking with Bobby Williams, so we've just been leaving other stuff to the side because we really ain't want to, you know, we want to make sure that we was solid in our studies. So right now, though, we do got a little time to kick in a little news, man. Some different views and see what the fuck y'all got going on with yourself. You heard me? You know what I mean? So that's what we're going to do. We're going to get this shit right tonight. Um, shit, nigga. Trump is a motherfucking Trump in office, nigga. Uh, 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 you know what I mean? We got motherfuckers, they protesting all over the goddamn place. Um, niggas is getting shit rescinded. We about to build a wall and build it tall. Oh, what the fuck? Let's all shut the borders down so we can get our purge on. So niggas just be ready. So, with that being said, though, you know, it's me and your brother born. Uh, I know the family out there and shit. Um, let me see, let me get my shit right. Hold up, hold up. Let me get my shit right real quick. It failed to log me in. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to jump on like this. Let me see. Can I log in? Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me sign in. Wow. Sarah, for sign in. Now, what the fuck? Oh, shit. They ain't trying to let me sign in. They ain't trying to let me sign in. I guess I'll join as a guest and shit. Let me see. Let me see if I can join as a guest. I'm going to join as a guest. Get in there. All right. Oh, 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 oh okay, okay. Feel the ground already up here. You know what I mean? You dig? Let me see what's going on here. Man, I ain't got my computer open. I don't know why that shit won't open up for me. But, at, oh, no, though, man, we in here. So, um, Black Power, what's going on? That's you, sister, come here. Black Power, BB for Hodie, AAEP. AAEP, what's going on, family? How you King, I'm, I'm maintaining, you know what I mean? I, I just found out since Trump came into office, the scientists set the doomsday clock. The whole plan can, can be destroyed in two and a half minutes. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a fucking minute. That's right. Oh, she said now, I remember they had this clock. I remember the doomsday clock from, from some years back. You know, it was like any time we was almost close to nuclear war and shit like that. They, you know, they get niggas hitting the doomsday clock and shit. Let them know, listen, man, it's about to go down. But I didn't know when Trump got in the office, they, they dropped that shit to four and a half minutes. They said four and a half minutes? Sister Camille, am I right? You said four and a half minutes before that shit go off? No, King, I said two and a half. Two and a half minutes. Oh, shit. Two and a half minutes. Two and a half. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. <laughs> Family, this is Thursday. This open dialogue 
So everybody out there on the line, you know, if you want to come in and introduce yourself right now, introduce yourself. We here. It's all family affair. Any crackers, crackers, if y'all out there in the motherfucking background, cracker, don't, don't say shit. Don't come in talking and trying to take over. We, you know, we seem like we don't, we, we read it all the crackers out over time from coming in. So if you will, peace, if you peace. can, just keep your ass out. Peace, so peace, peace. Peace, peace, peace. It's Brother Haru. It's Brother Haru from the Black Majority of 720. What up, though? Oh, Black Power. Yeah, that's my best. That's a brother from right there, CT, out down there in Waterbury. Doing his thing. Brother Haru got a lot of shit going on, man. He got, he got some events coming up and shit like that, man. You know? So, indeed. Brother Haru, before you get off the line, man, hit us off with them events going on down there. Okay, definitely. I definitely. I just want to chime in and let y'all know that I'm here on this Big Tech Thursday. I'm I'm looking forward to just hearing everybody mind, man. I want to tap in. Alright, already, already. Uh, Black power to you, King, for the work you're doing. You know, putting your feet on the ground. Much respect to you. Definitely, definitely. I say to you, sister. Uh, um. Is anybody else out there want to say something? If y'all do, go ahead. It's open right now. Wait for Brother Claus, man. Brother Claus, really. Where's Brother Claus at, man? The Black Power, Baseball ODA. There he is. Black Power, Brother Claus. AAEP. AAEP. I'm glad we're doing a think tank, man. It's been a minute since we did a think tank. Yeah, yeah, listen, listen, check this out, family. I don't know who line it is, but somebody got a little thing making some feedback go. So, everybody, I'm not going to mute your line, but if you're not adding on, can you please mute your own line so we can make sure that all the lines is clear all the time. All right, family? All right, go ahead, Brother Cause. What's going on with you, man? You know, you made a call for this Think Tank Thursday, man. No, there was a lot of shit going on, man. Um, Hey, yo. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say, I um, yeah, I um, I kind of been deprived, you know. I don't know if y'all can hear me clearly. I might have to call on another phone line. You sound good. All right, all right. Yeah, no. So um, you know, we've been we've been heavy on the the Dr. Williams. Um, you know, that's kind of like taking up, taking up a lot. You know, the study and the need to to be historically centered. Um, I think looking at how things are right now, the history is still getting lost. People are people are skipping the history and dealing with the present moment, um, kind of ignoring how we got to this point as a people. And um, another part of it is, you know, not knocking anybody or anything like that. But I got I get tired of I get tired of kind of hearing every everything else out there, knowing um, that are people. Our people, as far as media is concerned, are really heavy out there regarding the, the YouTube world and the social media aspect of things. So it's good to it's good to kind of listen to different uh, perspectives on certain issues. But um, you know how you got that vibe where you're like, all right, I've uh, I've listened and heard what I've what I've heard, but uh, there's just certain things that's not getting said. <laughs> so I'm at that point, man. I, um, you know, definitely this Trump situation. 
or dilemma or whatever um, words we could add add to it. I think it's it's really th- throwing people for a loop. Um, you got the fear thing. You got this sense of um, sense of urgency some people are on, and um, you know I got a, I got a lot of different <laughs> I got a lot of different perspectives related to it. But I'm a, I'm gonna put this out there, right? I sat down and I, I looked at how how um, this crack has been been managing his position for the last couple of days, right? And I said to myself, now, if I was a black man, <clears throat> I mean, African in the context of, you know, the revolutionary man I am, and I became president, right? I probably would, knowing what I stand for, I'd probably be on some fuck everybody else shit too, you know? And so um, I think what's kind of getting missed is that um, he's he's practicing white power in a traditional sense. And that is, you know, he's not going to throw his hands in the, in the air. He's not going to pretty much ain't even going to um, let you know what he's trying to do. He's just going to do it. And I think that um, from that perspective, I kind of understand, I understand the white man for being just what he is, you know. He's going to do what he wants to do. But the other side of it, like I started off saying was, you know, if I was if I was in, in a position as a um, to be a Pan African president of the United States, I probably will put some um, some initial executive orders in effect. Um, you know, I'd be trying to preserve my people. So, in the context of how he's doing it, he's really trying to save white America from <clears throat> what they might have um, what they might have quote unquote suffered or how how they have been suffering. You think about the birth weight. The birth rate, you think about the economics, um, the sharing, the multiculturalism in the last eight years, all these types of things are detrimental to white supremacy. So um, it's really only fit that he comes in and does these sweeping executive orders to make, make uh, do on his promises to his, to his, own, his own people. So I think that, um, you know, a lot of our people is on that, that scared, scared, scared um, and fearful Thing, but I don't think it's really that that much necessary because he's just doing what what let's say the last white president we had did you know that was George Bush and I think that people are so far removed from that to really remember that you know it shit ain't no different than it was uh, nine years ago. <clears throat> Brother Cause, what you said was deep. It really was, and I like to chime in on that because um, I find it funny, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. You mentioned how Trump is doing, you know, he's taking care of white people, right, basically. And it's so ironic because when Obama was the president, the excuse for him not um, rectifying the long list of injustices, economic, politically, in every aspect of our existence as kidnapped people in this country, he... When he couldn't address our issues because the the line was he got to be the president for the whole country, and I just find it interesting that when it's white cracker beast as president, that's never something that they're confronted with. That you got to be the president for all people, and I think that not being said speaks volume because at the end of the day, the reality is that this is a white racist society for white racist people, and we are cannon fodder, you know. We are uh, the um, the the uh, I want to say plebeians. Yeah, the plebeians in, in this fucking uh, 
society, they're part two of their Greek and Roman Republic. So I, I find that uh, um, quite interesting that white Trump is not confronted with that, that, you know, the shit he doing ain't for all Americans. Two, I don't see, um, as far as I'm concerned, Obama was a white president. Just want to throw that out there. Um, I don't see him as being a, a black president. Uh, you know, shit, Trump, him and Trump about the same complexion right now, depending on what day you catch Trump with his bad fucking tans. You know what I'm saying? Spray tan shit. So Obama operated as if he was a white man in office when it comes to our issues, you know. And so you're right. I don't see any reason for us to be in a state of panic because this is just the same shit. Uh, I mean, the only thing that I can see happening that um, I don't know if the, a lot of people are visualizing is us going back. Um, let me put to this: this second Reconstruction period being ended, the same way the first one was, and then them passing Congress, passing laws like the Black Coal laws and segregation laws and Jim Crow laws. All that shit can happen again, and, and I'm I won't be surprised if it does. Black Power. Y'all, listen, you're saying that shit about Trump, right? Yo, he he going to help out his old people, right? Listen, I live in a sanctuary city. You know what I'm saying? And people don't understand, you know, if you don't know what a sanctuary city is, it's one of these places that illegal immigrants can go to and get more rights than a motherfucking person who is uh, allegedly a citizen here. That's That's what this is, basically. So now... This is what they're doing here. Because Trump already said, listen, man, I'm going to defund your fucking city. If you not, if you got illegals getting federal money in your city and you letting them just sit around, you're not trying to let ICE come snatch them up and send their ass back to where they come from, take the money out of your city, man, all the federal funds, all that shit, give it back. Today they rallying downtown New fucking New Haven. They talking about they going to fight. We going to sue the president. We sue it. Read y'all this bullshit here. Read y'all this bullshit right here. Then they going to sue. We'll fight back. Heart talking about we'll fight back. Crackers out there with signs talking about we will defend our sanctuary city. Love is love is love is love. Hey, motherfuckers, just come on. Heart Ain't on. no sanctuary city for us, though, right? Not at all. Not at fucking all. Not at all. You know what I'm saying? Now, this, this is the thing. Now, listen, she's saying, yo, we're going to challenge. Mayor Tony Harper has instructed the city's top lawyer to prepare a legal challenge in case the incoming Trump administration seeks to punish New Haven for being a sanctuary city, which they are because right here in New Haven, if you're a fucking, if you're a fucking illegal, you somebody been able to jump one of these borders because, see, now, this shit only dealing with really Mexicans. Mexicans, motherfuckers from South America who walk up through Mexico and get over here. You know what I mean? Because everybody else who come here as an immigrant, unless you're coming from Canada, and Canadians is not, like, jumping the fucking Canadian border to come to America, no shit like that. So they're not really stunting no Canadians. But, and if you from another country, like, if you are not from somewhere physically attached to this North America, then... Nobody's illegal immigration don't even apply to them because you can't even get on the fucking plane without a passport. Ain't nobody, you're not getting shit. You ain't getting nowhere. 
So um, we know that this immigration thing is basically for the fucking Mexicans. So if you're a Mexican, you can come to New Haven. They'll give you a driver's license. You know what I'm saying? Give your, uh, give your driver's license so you can set up a bank account. And if you get a child here, they'll immediately give you um, any type of, uh, you know, with, with uh, the, the electric, electronic benefit transactions, transfers and shit. You get your EBT card. You know what I mean? You'll get, you can get some type of subsidized housing. And that's, and you ain't got this, you could have been just fresh. Listen, the woman could have just fresh, she could be nine months. Nine months. Cross the border and drop that baby. That shit, the baby, American citizen, and they, if you was in New Haven, you drop that baby here, your baby, American citizen, that make y'all citizens too, basically. You know what I mean? No punishment. You're, not, you're good here. We're going to give you a job and anything else. All the shit that we ain't giving the regular motherfucking people who here. You know what I mean? Shit. So um, that's what's rocking it. You get all the loan programs. Uh, uh, they give small business loans. All that shit. You get it all. As long as you're illegal. So now um, that's what that shit is about here. Harp offered that. Harp offered her perspectives in a post-election debriefing, right? She noted that Donald Trump vowed at one point during the uh, at one point to remove federal funding, and he's saying this shit now. Um, now he modified a little bit about rounding everybody up, but right here in New Haven, they preparing for the ICE raids because ICE coming, illegal immigration is coming. They come to come pick them up with kids up right out of school, snatch their asses up and send them somewhere else. So um. That Hart did some poking around on the Internet to learn that hundreds of communities could qualify as sanctuary cities, according to lists prepared by the federal government and immigration opponents. No hard and fast statutory definition exists of sanctuary city, noted Kiko Matos, who lives in Fairhaven, is director of immigrant rights and racial justice at Immigrant Rights and Racial Justice at the Center for Community Change. The term usually refers to any community that refuses to carry out Enforcement of immigration laws. You hear that? See? They refuse. These motherfuckers refusing to carry out enforcement of immigration laws. Why ain't they locking the mayors up of this motherfucking city? Huh? I don't know. You know, that's just me. As the Connecticut as a whole has declined to detain arrestees or people stopped by police if their names appear on a federal database. Wanted undocumented immigrants. That could be one criteria that the state also issues driver's license to undocumented immigrants. Yeah, you heard me. Like I said, now check this out, right? This is some why Connecticut as a whole has declined to detain arrestees or people stopped by police if their names appear on a federal database of wanted undocumented immigrants, right? But my motherfucking people. My peoples could do a fucking bid. This nigga do six and a half joints. Because he got a warrant in North Carolina, he ain't get, they ain't letting go. Listen, you know what? Yeah, you know, we just going to let you go, though. I mean, no, they took his ass directly to North Carolina, man. Shipped him down there made him do another seven. Made him do another motherfucking seven. And you telling me I could be illegal. Breaking the fucking law. And the police here could catch me, know that I'm illegal, know that I'm wanted by the feds. So you know what? We'll let you go. What? 
small, man. This type of shit we living in. Now, black people, this is, this, these shits is for you to pay attention to so you can understand the levels of citizenship here and the level that you at. You know what I mean? Where you at, where you stand on the citizenship total pole. Mexicans have hopped us. You know what I mean? China boys been over us. They've been hopped us. Engines from our engines from India, they done hopped over us. Only person doing worse off than black people in America is the, listen, I'm going to say this shit is the goddamn, the, the so-called Native American. That motherfucker, I ain't seen two Native American people nowhere in my life together. Except for at a plantation, I mean a, 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 a motherfucking, uh, they don't call that shit a plantation. Uh, um, what the fuck do they call that shit? What the fuck? Um, God damn, the Indian. What the fuck do they call? What they call that shit? Reservation. Reservation. Only if I went to a reservation or some type of event have I ever seen two quote unquote native Americans in the same motherfucking place. I ain't never went to a. I ain't never went to nowhere. I ain't never went to nowhere to the mall. I never went to the pizza plate. Nowhere. Ever, anywhere in America in my life, and I'm saying I done traveled. I done traveled America. You know what I mean? I ain't traveled every state, but I done traveled from coast to coast, and never seen two of them in the same place at the same time. Unless I'm at the goddamn casino, and even there, you can't trust them motherfucking them five dollar Indians there. And so them the only ones look like they might be doing a little worse than us. And and and, and so we at we at like um. It's like 1A and 1B for who we are on the bottom of the total pole. You know what I'm saying? We're like 1A and 1B, you know, just depending upon what shit going on, what place we stick in. You know what I'm saying? And when I say 1A and 1B, that don't mean we at the top. That means we the first to be fucked over. 1A, 1B. Which one? So, you know what I mean? This, this is what the fuck we're dealing with here at this sanctuary city. In New Haven, um, it said New Haven has a general order directed police officers not to inquire, not to inquire into citizens' immigration status when they stop them or interviewing them. But if you ask me for fucking ID, I don't got no ID. Or I don't got no ID. Then I run your name. We don't know where you're from. I can't even ask you. But where you from? Huh? Can't even ask them. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, they was they was rallying up. You know, they got the pro-immigrant policies at a January rally against planned federal raids. Um, Harp said Monday the city will continue with that approach, which she called crucial to community policing. The city will continue to arrest criminals whether or not they're immigrants, she added. Harp learned that it wasn't the general order, but rather a policy that does not affect federal law or specifically deal with immigration that landed in New Haven on lists of 100 of sanctuary cities. The immigrant-friendly municipal ID card, which since 2007 has been available to all residents, and enables people to get library cards. What the fuck they reading about? See, this is that bullshit. It, it let them get library cards. For what? The fuck do you need a library card for? That shit is so you can get a fucking bank account. They're giving you you don't get ID so you can go get a library card. You get ID so you can go down there, you start getting you some shit from out of the state services, go get driving.
license, get bank account. This is what you need ID for, not some fucking library cards. Even though you need an ID for a library card, for them to even for for them to even say that and put it in there like that, they playing on the naivety of the motherfucking people reading the goddamn story. Um, <clears throat> so, so you know what I mean, so we going with that. They say, uh, you know, how Trump going to do that when he's from New York, which is a sanctuary city, and, like, Trump give a fuck about that. He don't care. He don't accept. He don't need federal fucking funds. So why would he give a fuck? The uh, Republican town chair says, though, our committee, if Trump administrated, administration acts against the city, our committee would stand behind the federal government, as we have already. It's just going to be one of these areas where there's a possibility of lawsuits. Immigration is federal government responsibility. They say one fallout Howard has not, has not doubt about from last week's election is, is the change in state government. Democrats lost their majority in the state Senate. Uh, fuck all that, fuck all that. Uh, that's all nonsense. Yeah, that's all, that's all, that's all bullshit. But I just wanted to read that about how the mayor of this motherfucking city is like, no, fuck the feds. I'm going, we going to keep giving out uh, illegals. I don't know, I'm not going to say no motherfucking, we going to keep giving out criminals. We keep giving criminals all the benefits. Uh, of the citizens of white folks because they ain't benefits of goddamn because black people don't get no benefit like that. There ain't no black person nowhere can go land up some motherfucking where. I just seen black people drowning in Italy in the river who was who was like what they say illegal immigrants trying to get in the city. They fucking boat capsized. Motherfuckers got a video. These motherfucking these crackers is watching the brothers drown in the fucking river. They on boats watching. Laughing and joking while fucking people was drowning in the fucking river. So you know, I couldn't give two shit, two shakes about no motherfucking messy cans. So uh, I just want to put that out there. I was brother born rant right now. I'm just pissed off. I'm living in the city with this bullshit going on. But so um, that's a little rundown on the sanctuary city. Anybody got any other article they want to throw in real quick? Cause I got some other shit going on. I don't know if, if we're filmed live at as a sanctuary city, Waterbury. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. Oh, I wanted that. I wanted that. Uh-huh. I wanted to add on about the. Uh, <clears throat> he did a he did a ban on tax dollars going towards the abortion funding. And so there's another um the other part of what I wanted to comment on was. You got the, you know how the feminist movement's going sick and wild. Um, individuals that are considered liberals or uh, Democrats um, and the whole lobby, people who are kind of on that, that uh, basically the Obama, Obama people, people who was more so for Obama, white or black, they're pretty much acting up right now. And um, it seems like whatever the president is going to decide, uh, they've decided that they're going to be against it. But um, this, this tax, this tax uh, dollars going towards abortions is big. Um, and, you know, feminist views relating to um, abortions, you know, they're, they're kind of like the pro-choice, the pro-choice movement. Um, 
where they're more so saying it's up to a woman and uh, not up to the government or anybody to decide if they if they get to abort a child. Well, a lot of people's a lot of tax dollars have gone towards that, and there's been a big lobby for Planned Parenthood. is one of the biggest one of the it's got one of the biggest lobbies in in the country as far as Planned Parenthood. So a lot of people's tax dollars have gone towards the abortion of uh, young children. And, um, you know, the white man, he's a savage. And the, the odd thing about it is within his savagery, he's always justified um, his humanity through his quote-unquote Christian views. So um, <laughs> that's the that's the position he's taking on it. Uh, that's one thing I don't have a problem with, to be honest with you. Some policy, some policies I'm seeing them address are more so like those, those, um, you know, you got those, I'll say rural, rural white American value type of, type of, um, type of, type of position where, you know, they was, uh, they want, they wouldn't allow, they wouldn't marry a gay couple in a church and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So there's those little types of things that preserve, um, White, white, white culture. You know what I mean. So you got white, you got white people fighting against themselves um, right now, also, and um, the fight really is the white woman, and against the white man um, on a large scale. The the danger in that is that sisters is picking up the same fight because you know abortion is an issue that affects uh, black women in America uh, on a, a large scale. So the feminists are using. Uh, they're using black women to increase their fight or to justify their fight against Donald Trump right now. And so for the abortion tax to pop up, um, all I've been seeing more so is black women commenting on it because of, of course, we know the abortion rate's high in our community, but, um, you know, you got a lot of sisters speaking out on that publicly and supporting the feminist movement against Donald Trump and his position is preservation of life. So, you know, there's some big, some big issues there as far as the kind of conversations we as a people need to have um, with regards to that issue. I don't know if anybody got any, any thoughts on that um, or not, but that's just something else I wanted to bring up. Yeah, you saying that though? I watched, I watched, I watched a piece of this motherfucking woman rally that they had. They had a fucking oh man, they had a pussy hat rally. It was a pussy hat. Rally down in Washington D.C. and all over the country. Actually, it was the feminists was coming out. It was supposed to be a women's rally started by. A listen, man, you got this. Yo, listen, this shit is like unbelievable. A fucking Muslim Palestinian from Brooklyn has started the, has started the women movement here to have this rally that they just was doing this uh, past past Saturday. They was out there fighting for. Fighting for the rights, right? Fighting for your rights and shit. But like you said, I'm, yo, listen, I'm all for defunding motherfucking uh, uh, Planned Parenthood. I'm all for that. I'm all for defunding motherfucking abortion clinics. I'm all for that. You know what I mean? Uh, what the fuck? Why, why should not be? Uh, uh, why should not be for that? If you're gonna do that, go ahead, man. Do your motherfucking thing. Do your thing. Fuck that. Do your goddamn thing. But the fight that we got going on, as you said, is our black women 
I don't think our black our black women is like, yo, listen, all right, I want to have, you know, they just want to, I want to have free choice to do whatever I want to. They've fallen into the, I just want to do me, or the white woman. Just, I just want to do me, you know what I mean, and not think about nationhood. And, we, and they've fallen into this new feminist trap, which is not really about no type of equality at all. Because when they first came up, allegedly, I'm going to use all allegedly, allegedly, the feminist movement was about just uh, equality amongst genders, allegedly. But now it's no longer about equality amongst genders. It's about men need to die so women can live. One of the, one of the new uh, talking points, well, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to put it on all of them, but one of the talking points that I have heard from some of these feminists is that all men fetuses should be aborted. They should be aborting them. There's no reason, no need for men on the planet no longer. You know what I'm saying? And these are the type of things that I want our sisters to be aware of when you out there and you you know you want to join in on something because the shit seems good because you feel like I'm against this white man. But remember, sisters, you running against that white man for somebody else's reasons. If you against that white man, have your good reasons for why you're against that white man. Don't have, don't be having the same reason that everybody else got to be against that motherfucking white man. I don't want to hear that shit. That's why I ain't against him because he racist. I ain't against him because he racist. He's a fucking white man. What the fuck else could he be but racist? I don't know what the fuck. I'm like, where people come up with that at? Now you mad that it's racist. Which white man ain't racist? <laughs> You know, so fine, you have good reason. Like when I told this Sister Camille, and I was telling Sister Camille why I thought that Trump would be a better selection. Sister Camille had a, had a good, listen, man, I don't fuck with that nigga, why? I don't know, I ain't even call him a nigga. I don't fuck with that cracker. I don't fuck with that cracker, why? That cracker put that motherfucking article out on them boys from the Central Park even after it was, after it was known that they weren't guilty. That motherfucker was still against them. That's a good reason not to fuck with this motherfucking cracker. See, that's the good fucking reason. Not because he, 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 he racist. He, 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 he said he's going to send all the Mexicans back. So the fuck what? So why do you say he's going to send Mexicans? So why? That's not your fucking business. He said Muslims can't come here no more. So why? That ain't your fucking business, man. Leave that shit alone. You worried about the wrong motherfucking thing. Too much worried about motherfucking white people when we should be worried about I got down. Too much. Our mind into too many different things, right? Our politics got to get that right because we're too busy into too many different things. But I wanted to say that about that, man. I, I, I've seen that. That's, yo, I'm going to pull the clip. I'm going to pull the clip for the motherfucking feminist so you can hear this this lady talking. I want y'all to hear this, this damn, uh, the leader. Well, you know, um, while you get that clip, I just want to chime in. Um, my myself, I'm against abortion. But my thing is this, on the same end, I'm hoping that my brothers don't get caught up in the white racist perverted patriarchal system because that's that's what I hear on the other end of this, um, saying whether or not I have a right to decide what happens with my body. You know, we got to remember that this filthy cracker, 
does not, he despised the woman. You know, I love it when they come with this, oh, you know, uh, the crack in the South, he ain't with homosexuality. Not in public. But we know he damn sure enough is in the dark. We know about the sex farms they had in the South, what they did to our boys. And the cracker beast bitch, what she did to our girls. You know, and vice versa. You know, they don't care. They they have sex with babies of the same sex, opposite sex. It makes no difference with them. And another, what is crucial about him is his disdain for the woman. This cracker, like Trump, like all white cracker beast men, have a natural and an, an innate disdain for their mama. That's right. And that can't be lost in this. You know, the same way the sisters cannot get caught up in the cracker beast bitch white racism called feminism, the same way our men cannot get caught, our brothers cannot get caught up. Because on the surface it sounds lovely, but really it's pushing their perverted patriarchal society and, and their patriarchal mores. You know, this is a motherfucker who believed that a woman has no rights. This this was the law of the land here. Okay? I could be raped and whatever, and was nothing I could do about it. That is so anti-African. So I just want to throw that out there in that equation, too, because they don't care about us procreating. This my personal opinion on it is that uh, fronting like they anti-abortion is because of the religion of perversion bullshit in the Christian Bible. All right, and because they know their numbers are low, I say. See, nah. they're not out there telling black women, that's "Oh, it. don't that's do it. that." I totally agree with you, Sister Camille. I think that they on it like that because they know they they numbers low. They know that they numbers low, and they can't keep going. They can't keep going backwards like that. And also, like you said, the in order for him to really wrap up what he was calling his vote. He had to bring back the evangelical Christians, or you know, he had to bring that whole Christian, I mean, group back over to the Republican side, because they they had moved over to Obama under the under the scope of, uh, you know, white guilt and shit like that. You feel me? With white guilt helped them go over to the to to to, Dem- to Democrat, and then when he came back with that, look, man, we ain't messing with no abortion. We ain't messing with no Mex. No what? Oh, you for this? You ain't for gay marriage? You what? Oh, shit. All right. But he, this motherfucker not for gay marriage, but he for the LGBT flag. This nigga's crazy. I you never heard saying? Trump say nothing anti-gay. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, I was thinking about this motherfucker when he was in this debate politics shit with Hillary in the primary. That's the one group I noticed that he ain't go hard body on. And I found that very interesting. I just want to throw that out there. And for uh, regarding the cracker beast bitch women out here, 53% of them voted for Trump. We had talked about this the other night, and we have already dealt with the numbers on the show prior, but I just I couldn't remember. Over 50% voted for Trump. So I don't know what they mad about. Yo, <laughs> yo he want, they want him to grab him by the pussy. <laughs> so they mad about because <laughs> He ain't come and snatch him up yet. <laughs> that nigga Trump, they like, what the fuck going on? He ain't grabbed my pussy yet. The hell's happening here? They white women like that. They like that shit. They said, fuck that. We done got us one back in there. Now, a real one. We got us a real savage in there. He don't get... 
I listen though. Even though I'm saying that grab by the pussy shit, and I, I'm using it out of context because I I have listened to it and listened to the context of what is laid in. You know what I'm saying? Which is that's what's wild about media is that if, if you don't really listen to this stuff yourself and you just get the sound bite or you get the story, then you'll never really understand exactly what the fuck happened. You know what I mean? And we talked about this the other day when we were talking about what Trump was um. He allegedly was mocking the retarded dude when really he couldn't have been mocking the retarded dude or the uh, handicapped dude because the handicapped dude can't even hardly move. So this nigga making wild hand justice could never be the handicapped dude. But, you know, it's about media. It's about if you see that shit yourself. Now, I'm going to play this shit right here. This is, oh, man, these motherfuckers. Yo, listen, man, these women, yo, trust me. Trust me. Listen. This fucking little read against Trump. Because remember now, we talking about when we say 53%, we talking about the uh, voters, right? But it's almost, it's almost 100, what, what, like 100, about 130 million people didn't vote at all in this country. Over half, half the population don't vote. Now, they're called ruckus. They talk shit. Now, you see it all these motherfuckers. These are the people who was busting all the motherfucking shit up down there in Washington. These motherfuckers who don't vote, period, they just here to cause the motherfucking ruckus. And that's what it looks like is normally come out to a lot of this shit. If people who ain't doing no voting at all, they just cause the trouble. But now, I got a little five-minute clip of this chick right here, man. This is the one who helped start this thing, start this motherfucking uh, march off. And y'all listen to this shit here. Y'all, oh, y'all listen to this shit here. Let me see. Let me make sure it come up right. Well, no goddamn commercials on my shit. Assalamu alaikum, may peace be upon you, brothers and sisters. My name is Linda Sarsour, and I am one of the national co-chairs for the Women's March on Washington. I stand here before you, unapologetically Muslim American. Unapologetically Palestinian American. Unapologetically from Brooklyn, New York. Sisters and brothers, you are what democracy looks like. Sisters and brothers, you are my hope for my community.
And I thought that, I don't know, I, I, I don't know, that just sounded, that language don't sound right to me. Um, then she, then, she got to tease up the t- and look, if y'all don't know, hard times, last 15 years, I've been a Muslim here. Now listen, she's talking about colors, bitch like a white woman. Trust me, she took that fucking hijab off. She took that hijab off. She'd be a motherfucking uh, 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 Greek cracker. You feel mm-hmm. me? Yeah, I've seen her. Yup. So she'd be a Greek cracker. If she took that off, motherfuckers wouldn't think nothing other than she was a cracker from Greece. Maybe an Italian or some shit. Kim Kardashian looking bitch. Matter of fact, that's, that's one of them Kardashian colors right there. Thinking about that. And got that same look up in there, that Armenian type of fucking face. But she's, you know, she, she. If you don't know, you, 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 huh? I'm a Muslim, and we know trouble. <laughs> Look, y'all ain't seen nothing like what Muslims been through in the last 15 years with Bush and Obama. What the fuck has been going on with the Muslims here? Somebody tell me what happened to the Muslims. They've been coming up. They got all kind of corner stores around my way. Pakistani and them type motherfuckers. Right? Obama been good to them. Bush was good to them. I mean, didn't he let Osama family fly out after the towers went down? When couldn't nobody else fly? Yeah, we can't help but to get Muslim motherfuckers buying all the stores around here. I'm talking about you can't. Listen, if it ain't an Indian Muslim, you know what I'm saying, from India, a Punjabi, Pakistani Muslim, it's one of them. Uh, no, we got the, we got all of them here. We got some Armenian looking motherfuckers. All the Muslims, all the Muslims got all type. You know why? All the Muslims got all type of shit all around this motherfucker. Cracker Muslims. Yeah, okay, these are cracking. Yup, yeah, straight white motherfucker Muslims. You know what I'm saying? Dirty Caucasus Mountain, dirty, dirty back motherfucking Muslims. Dirty and and brother, you gotta tell me something. Because you had mentioned something before. Nobody gets it done the way our people is. I need to know who else has to have a civil rights act here. What Muslim got to have a civil rights act? Huh? What cracker beast that bitch got to have a civil rights act? Who? Who got to have a voting rights act? What Mexican, illegal not, motherfucker, got more rights than we do? I say... But in 15 years, she done learned more troubles than black people ever can have. Y'all don't know troubles like she know troubles. What? That's see, right shit there. Like I, that. I, I was black. I, see, being black there, you should have been walking away right then and there. What the fuck? She needs to get slapped. That's where I'm at with it now. I'm sick of people comparing our situation which continues to that of people that choose to be a homosexual, that choose to p- participate in the crack of these sexual perversions. A next person could compare that shit to our history. I'm going to lose my composure in the name of my ancestors. You're right. You're right in that. Because this is just a slap in our face. It's a slap in our face for a white woman with a hijab on to come up here and tell us that she knows troubles that like we ain't never knows. Because 15 years of Bush and Obama, there's been hell on the Muslims. I don't, I don't recollect that shit. 
I don't recollect that shit. Only Muslims got, yo, I'm going to tell you this shit. Only Muslims got fucked over the last 15 fucking years is the black ones. Now, if you think I'm lying, we can pull up the motherfucking articles and read them. Bitch, I lost my motherfucking job for being a black motherfucking Muslim. I don't hear that shit. Only Muslims is the same people went down as usual. The usual suspects, us. And I wasn't even a Muslim like them motherfuckers. These guys, I'm in a wise like <laughs> What the fuck? I ain't even but I ain't even that type of muscle at all. Y'all what the fuck? I think that's the devil. What are you talking about? I lost my motherfucking job being a Muslim. It wasn't even a <laughs> It wasn't even one of them times. <laughs> oh, shit, and to hear that. To hear that, like, oh, look, look. What? I mean, it's so insulting. We still catching hell. We have everybody know in this country, talking about the other groups, you know, this, we're the community that you feed on, we're on the bottom, and all we good for is for you to feed on, for your, your community to come up, you know what I'm saying? Our people being murdered in the street because they've been blessed with melanin and shit. Same shit still going on since we first was kidnapped here, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The laws and shit. Uh, look, look at the shit in Flint. Still going on. Black Power to you for bringing that um, to my attention. That is still going on. Something I want to speak on later. You know what I'm saying? We got all kind of shit. We got environmental genocide. All kind of genocides on a leash on us. But other people got problems, huh? 15 years of Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> is that like 20 years of slave? And then, you know what I'm saying, she's talking that shit, uh, A.E.P. to the family shit, spread the grip. Now, she's talking that shit, but then she ain't even addressed the bitch, your people enslaved, y'all or shit for enslavement before we even got fuck, start fucking with this cracker. This cracker start fucking with us. You ain't even talking about the motherfucking enslavement of the African over there where you coming from and the land your people's on belong to motherfucking us anyway. So you, you, double, you, you, you double jeopardy. Chat. You know what I'm saying? And then the bitch is like, what? How you going to roll roll with everybody? Then you talk about LBGT, who fucking, nigga, that's, that's genocide. Then you were talking about the mothers. Like, you in it, she in and out. She went in and out of every fucking lane, which tells you that she's just trying to cause confusion, which break it down to, like, what sisters, like y'all saying, who the fuck paying these motherfuckers? Because basically the only thing they're really trying to do is to smear the agenda so they can get take a, take the focal point away from what's really going on with the African globally, especially here in the, in the U.S. Like all the fuck they trying to do. Okay, y'all niggas ain't got nothing to cry about because, look, all these other motherfuckers over here going through the same shit y'all going through. And they know we the only motherfucking group that's really entitled to some real true, you know what I'm saying, redemption and reparations. The rest of these motherfuckers really ain't tired of the shit. Y'all motherfuckers chose to roll up over here. That's on y'all. You got nothing coming. When you made a choice to step behind any lines, I was on you. We the only captives that's here in this country. That's it. The descendants of captives. So that's all they doing is smearing the issues and shit. You know what I'm saying? I would be interested to see how many, we, who was the black faces up on that stage and shit. Y'all see any, like, uh, notable, notable black faces up there? 
seen the shit. You know. No doubt. And uh, there wouldn't be nobody notable for me. You know what I'm saying? Hey, yeah. Check this well, out. Say, let me just read this. Let me read you this LGBTQIA. AAP. They add shit on, ain't they? AAP, bro. Listen to this shit. And listen, right, I'm in the Urban Dictionary. So the Urban Dictionary lets you put your own definition in this shit. And so just, um, even though it's all, the, it's like um, the, the acronym is all the, is the same, but you can put your own definition, which is this, this is a slick little definition that Radicio put in here. Lesbian, LGBTQIA, lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, queer, intersex, asexual. Now, the three on the end, I'm definitely confused as fuck about. I'm confused. But I'm going to read this to you. It's basically a made-up system to make a made-up minority because nobody is buying that blacks or women are oppressed minorities anymore. It's a tactic to gain more political power. I'm a part of the LG... I'm a part of the LGBTQIA group because I want people to feel sorry for me. He used it in a mm. sentence. He used it, he used it in a sentence. <laughs> it's another, yo, what the fuck? Listen, queer, what the fuck is intersex? Anybody off the top of their head know what intersex means? Fine, go look it up. Nobody. See that? Anybody online, please, anybody, before I, before I type it in, anybody know what intersex means? <laughs> See? They adding shit on every motherfucking six months, man. They adding letters to this shit, bro. Intersex is a general term used for a variety of conditions in which a person is born with a reproductive or sexual anatomy that doesn't seem to fit the typical definitions of female or male. Which is what? What? That's what I'm saying. What the fuck? What the fuck? What? Hold up. Intersex is a general... Now, listen, I'm about to be stupid, y'all. Listen to me. I'm going to be stupid with this shit. Intersex is a general term used for a variety of conditions in which a person is born with a reproductive or sexual anatomy that doesn't seem to fit the typical definitions of female or male. So that's like that's like these fat fat niggas who be having titties and shit. Intersex? <laughs> no, no. Nigga, no, I'm just saying. Oh, I'm asking it you know, nigga like me confused about this motherfucking shit right here. Yeah. Or or like a, or, I don't know. That's like that's that's yeah. that's a sexual like a, a reproductive or sexual anatomy. But that's I don't know. My nipples is fucking sensitive. <laughs> that's a woman born with testicles. No, 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 no. Listen though, you ain't got to necessarily be born with testicles. You just got to, like my daughter trying to see. My daughter know about this shit. She said, Nah, this. <laughs> they talking about it. They do, all right, all right, hold on, baby. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Bunchy, I got to Damn. I thought I was shit. I thought I was up on some shit. That's how I used to be. I got to get the, uh, I got to get me a, a study class with you. <laughs> 
think that's just it. It's just born with the reproductive or sexual anatomy that doesn't seem to fit the typical, see, the typical definition of female or male. Then what is it? Yeah, yeah, what the fuck? What's the hermaphrodite then? Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. That's hermaphrodite. That's hermaphrodite. But no, it ain't. can't be hermaphrodite. Let they change the definition of hermaphrodite. Because I thought hermaphrodite, you was born with both, both like both of them. This one, you ain't born with both of them. Yours is just different than how others, Typical. the regulars is. Uh-huh. That sounds crazy, though. So what are we talking about, a monstrosity? Yeah, you got to be a monstrosity, nigga, nigga dick hanging down to his calf, mother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> intersexual, nigga. You said intersexual, nigga. What the fuck is that? Intersexual, nigga. Yeah, is that a girl? And, uh, her ass so big, she intersexual? She just... Does that do she much got though? half of a vagina. She don't got a whole face? one. Or she don't got the really don't got no lips on it or something. Something got you know what I'm saying. <laughs> something got the <laughs> yo. This shit is crazy. Come on, man. We didn't touch queer because queer just what the fuck. The devil. I don't even want to define queer because queer could be. I know this shit gonna mean any fucking thing. Anything, nigga. And that's not even that's not even physical. That might just be some mental shit. You just might be on some weird shit. Well, I, only reason I went to intersex first is because intersex is one of these words that ain't even in no regular dictionary. You ain't gonna find that in Funk and Wagner. Nah. This ain't Miriam Webster. This new shit they make it up as they go. Oh, yeah. So now we gonna go back to this shit right here. Make this shit up as they go. Now let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Oh. Fucking queer. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go to queer, then I'm going to go to asexual. I'm going to go to queer. Because I got to define this shit. Because I'm really, I think confused when I see this shit. See? Queer. See, there's some regular shit. Queer, strange, odd. So that's any fucking thing. See? Gender queer. Then they got these little extra things. See, and now I'm, I'm going to read what Wikipedia says. Because like I said, this shit is like, you go to the, when you go in, when you go to the definition, when you go to the dictionary, dictionary says, odd, strange. But, you know, I got to go to Wikipedia and shit so I can get the, 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 the modern day sex term for this shit. Queer is the umbrella term for sexual and gender minorities that are not heterosexual or not cisgender. Sexual and gender minorities? What the? What's a gender minority? Anybody know what a gender minority is? What does that mean? All right. Nope. We're going to think like the cracker thing, uh, meaning that the majority of the population ain't with the sexual perversion? Yeah, y'all. All right. It's a term for sexual and gender minorities. Yep, y'all people who, y'all fall the nuts. You know, yeah, that's for the nuts. That mean nuts. Gender minorities mean the nuts. I'm going to look at, they even got a definition for that in Wikipedia. I can click that and see, let me see. I'm a, uh, Hold up, Bill, that just say minor. No. No, they don't got them together. Or not cisgender. Let me get cisgender. Cisgender is a term for people who have a gender identity that matches the sex that they were assigned at birth. 
What? It's the opposite of the term transgender. Cis male, cis female. Male assigned, cis male for male assigned male at birth, or cis female, female assigned female at birth. Further derivations analogously include cis man and cis woman, as well as cisism or cis sexual assumption or cis normativity. They got this from a German sexologist, and in 1998 essay, he cites his two 1991 articles, Transsexuals and Normals, Norsmorphophic, Norsmorphophic, as the origin term. He also used the term in 1985. Cis has its origin in the Latin derived cis meaning on this side of, which means the opposite of trans meaning across from or on the other side of. Oh, listen, listen. All right, so this shit just got made up in 1998. And, and motherfuckers say he's citing some shit from 1991, but so they, they say it is 
usage or wish to disassociate themselves from queer radicalism. I don't know what to think about that. Like I said, that's be queer. What the fuck? Okay. But that's how Brother Boy, man, I'm just now coming in, man. I was, I, I just came in on the TV and the uh, 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 story. I didn't hear what you were talking, what you were saying. Well, I'm just reading the queer. I'm reading the definition of the word queer right now because we were defining what the LGBTQIA stood for. Now, you know, we've been hearing LGBT for a while, so we all of us pretty much understand lesbian, gay, bisexual, transsexual. You know, we we pretty much got a handle on that. But now we got, huh? What's up? Cause you just you just added about eight letters on that mother, right? Yeah, man. Now we you know we got a couple of extras that jumped on the end. So we just try to get the right de- definition. Have you ever heard of the word intersex? That's what I was gonna say, brother boy. What's the I for? So I'm guessing that's what that means. Yeah, intersex. And we defined that one first, cause that was the one I don't think nobody knew what the fuck that was. Intersexual. Enough, you know. Some new shit, you know what I mean? But we just gonna go. We gonna do this because we just was listening to a little a little clip, and the lady said that that's what they was out there. Said she was down with the LGBTQIA movement. So I guess you know, saying queer that could also include um the fucking uh, uh pedophiles and shit. The queer pedophiles it could include motherfuckers who practice bestiality, all that shit. The uh, the 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 um what's that the what's the motherfuckers the nature sexuals what's the people who like to have sex with trees it's some hold up my question what's the people who like to have sex with with nature with the trees and stuff do you see that huh pansexuals the pansexuals <laughs> Brother boy, I ain't never heard of that before, bro. Yeah. I'm laughing like motherfucker. Can I guess that's after they made up mythology freak pan? Yeah, man. The motherfucker in the forest. Yeah, yup. Yeah, they they have sex with nature. <laughs> <laughs> you know. That's called tree rape. Where can the tree consent? Man. And this ain't just men, it's men and women. So, you know, I just imagine the type of action that's going on out there in the forest. The fuck's going on here? And then my thing is this, too, bro, B. Like, what the fuck rights do y'all want? What what you want to do? Like, tell me what y'all fighting for, because I don't understand how y'all getting fucked up. Right? What the right? What rights y'all need? <laughs> I don't get it. Y'all I mean, doing all the shit anyway. That motherfucker <laughs> would say you shouldn't be doing. So what the fuck is going on, man? What you need us to do for you, man? Good out. Tell me what you need. <laughs> yo, yo, you, yo, listen, that's an excellent question, man. What rights are y'all looking for, man? Y'all get the job. <laughs> Motherfuckers already, y'all already on point. If you go look up the statistics, a, a fag make more than a motherfucking black man or woman on average. Uh, 
Y'all getting put in the higher places. You're getting hired. You get to have all type of freaky ass, dinky, freaky, freaky, dinky type of sex that should be outlawed in your ass to go to jail or be stoned to death for with no problem. Mm. In the military. You can get in the military. You can fight for your motherfucking country and shit. Get married. What Man rape is on an all-time high in the military. Men raping men. Just want to throw that out there. Because y'all don't let the... <laughs> <laughs> Who let the dogs out? Now, listen. Yo, you saying that. Now, look, look how some shit like that happened. You put these sweet bags in there. These bags, you know they predators. You know they predators. They predators in a motherfucker. So they preying on all the men in that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And motherfuckers, mm-hmm. you know, people in the Army, they got all type of background. And you got these presidents out there <laughs> on these motherfuckers, boy. Got niggas turning them out. Now niggas just end up just like how we talk about bug breaking. Remember the stories on bug breaking on how the one who got broke like that would, would go out and start raping the other men out there. Because he wouldn't want them to know he'd been humiliated like that. They seen it, so he want them to go through the same thing. So then we all on the same level. So mm-hmm. and, and, and it's a part of their war society. You oh. know, this can't be left out. You know what I'm saying? The military, their military is the same kind of, is based on the same damn file principles that they had when they had what they call Spartans and Greece yes, and yes. Roman. And, and when you get yes. down to the Inquisition, you know, these were people claiming to uphold the Bible, and meanwhile they were pedophiles and homosexuals that got themselves. So this is the nature of, why I bring that up is because this is the nature of our enemy. I don't give a fuck what he say. Okay? Deep down inside, they are, when it comes to, Natural sexuality, their shit is perverted. It always has been, and it shows up in every aspect of their life. So why wouldn't it be in their military when their concept of military and war is based upon that? You know? What was those motherfuckers when we did that show? Um, I think they were called Celsians or some shit. Back in the day, you know, the way they had warfare was they would put the cape on, and they were fighting each other in Europe, in the icebox. And the whole purpose was to overpower you. And so the cracker with the cape on his butt naked fighting another cracker, he overpowered him. And then part of his prize was to rape the motherfucker. That's why they was naked. And they only had the cape on their motherfucking neck. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Listen, right? Yeah, this is so bugged. You're so bugged out. And we ain't even got to the A yet. We ain't even got to the A yet. This shit done confused the hell out of us. And we ain't even got, we got one more letter to go. And these motherfuckers are just all the way out the door with it. All the way out the goddamn door with it. Oh, shit. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. It's this other video I want y'all to, oh, it's this other shit that I want y'all to listen to. Um, um, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um. Oh, 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 my God. Yo, listen, yo, listen. When y'all see this, oh, man, when y'all hear this shit, this shit gonna bug you out. This shit gonna bug you out.
From my opinion, I feel a lot of this homosexuality you see with all these young African males and young females is just from the ones that's coming out of the fucking the foster homes, you know what I'm saying, the children's services and shit like that. Because you know once they go to these homes, it's on. You're you right. It is a lot of them coming up out that system. But then there's another thing is that it's a lot of times, like, you got fucking, like, we got molesters in the fucking community, man. We got molesters check, in the fucking check. 
Stevie, man, who don't mm-hmm. get checked. And women be fucking with dudes who fucking molesters, man. And this nigga be in there molesting them fucking kids, molest a little girl, molest a fucking little boy, molest a little girl, turn them into with little girls. Yo, son, yo, listen, let me tell y'all what it is. I know, I know a shorty who had a son by a dude who raped her daughter and got her daughter pregnant while she was 12. Yeah, I remember you saying that, shit. <sighs> and ain't nobody been fucked this nigga up. Nobody wanted to handle the nigga. He's been locked up for about the last. He's been locked up for a while. He's still locked okay. up. Ain't nobody bust that nigga's cranium, though? Not that That's I know. Email. I found out about it, you know, a couple years down the line. I was seeing her daughter and, like, yo, just wondering. Because I used to I remember her daughter when she was little. I remember her when she used to talk to son. I remember all of that shit. You know what I mean? So then years later, I, I see her. Boom, 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 and then they just drop me with the, with the, you know what I'm saying, with the one on about what the fuck happened. I'm like, what? Get out of here. This nigga's fucking crazy. And the little boy is named after the, after the nigga. <laughs> you know, that's wild. With a sister that's called him by his nickname. I don't know that this is wild. And then the, he know, as he know that his father did that. With sister, like that's all type of craziness going on in there. But the little girl, she acts like a beautiful young lady, but she she walking around just like a dude. That shit totally turned her off from men, totally. And we got so much of this, you know. And again, no I, that's why I, I, I want to, you know, we, we one of the things I love about our family, we keep it on the focus where it belongs. This the sickness that. That particular sickness of the beast that inflicts a lot of our people, well, I don't want to say a lot. Let me say some of our people, is from what they did to us for fucking hundreds of years. Hundreds of years. You know, you got places in the South right now where somebody was telling me about some people they went to see, yo, First of all, where the people live at, where our people are living at in this particular part, uh, is all you got. Ain't no lights, dirt roads, right? And so all you got around there is like maybe two houses with two different families, right? But it's mad people. So you know, incest is happening. Uh, pedophilia is going on. You know because. We have been conditioned to accept this sick perversion as being the norm, coming out of that. You know, it's hard for us looking back to imagine what it had to be like on them goddamn plantations for hundreds of years where they could do any and everything to us, regardless of the age. You know, we do, we had that shit Brother Boy put us on to uh, uh, the picking cotton joint, uh, and the this is in the 50s, 60s. She, in one of these places in the South, don't know that we done been, quote, unquote, I'm putting this in quotation marks because we know slavery is still going on, but out of the chattel enslavement. And when she tells the story of how she was gang raped at five, after watching, after they have gang raped her mama, and, and she talking, this shit she talking about was in the 1960s somewhere. Mm-hmm. 
Cotton picking truth. Ain't that what it's called? Cotton picking truth. Cotton picking truth. Was that in Mississippi or something? I think it was in Mississippi. Brother Bourne, was that Mississippi? She was in Mississippi, 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 or Louisiana, one on Mississippi, dog. She was down on that belt. She was down Mississippi. It might have been Alabama, but I think it was Mississippi. I think you're right, Mississippi. But it was more than, yeah, I went to more than one place like that down there. Mm-hmm. It went to more than one place. You know what I'm saying? It went to more than one state. I should on YouTube, though, and particularly that clip of the sister, she's old at this time, talking about it. Talking about it. Yeah, I see that. And it just made me think about, you know, the rural areas, you know what I'm saying? The way out in the middle of nowhere-ass areas, man. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt that this kind of still going on. You feel me? Right now, going on right yeah. this Right this minute. There's no way that it's not. Who would stop it? You don't know what's happening. How can you stop that? And at this point, and 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 their mind ain't this the norm? Wouldn't that be the norm? Yeah. You know, it's sick, but yo. Know. Fifth generation. Fifth generation on the plantation. All I know is we ain't have none of this shit before we got before the cracker beast came into our lives. We don't have no record of none of this, yo. Uh, Mississippi Delta, they put this one out in 2010. People of the Mississippi Delta still living on the plantation. And mind you, that's where Oprah from. Oprah from the Delta, Mississippi. Don't step behind. You hear all the time about them little, them little towns that be, cause you know what I'm saying, number white folks and shit, nigga goddamn disappearing them motherfuckers. The whole goddamn town with them, you know what I'm saying? So shit, you hear that over and over. You got to know if it's something to that level, they ain't going to tell on each other either, you feel me? So we just ain't going to never know. We just will never know about that shit. Because if y'all talking about the one I'm thinking about, she, she was there, Miss Phil, calling the map. Yeah, a heavy set lady sitting in the chair. Mm-hmm. Talking about how they had to eat the bugs and eat the bird eggs and eat the worms. Yeah. Okay. That's bullshit. And this is in the 50s. That's what fucked me up about this fucking documentary. Yeah. What? 
and she had then got older, like yo, we had to escape. So saying, listen, if her, if her father, if her auntie didn't help them, shit, who be saying they wouldn't be on the plantation still? Check. I'm looking at a video right now. I just looked at a video clip right now. This old black lady on the she's on the plantation right now. Right. Well, this was 2010. 2010. They taking a picture in the Mississippi Delta on the plantation. She's been there five generations. Okay. And so, don't nobody in Congress know about that. Obama ain't know. Uh, the illiterate Bush ain't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? They all motherfucking know. And they turn a blind eye. There are white people, wherever these towns are, there are white people that know because the sister had told the story about how she had first escaped and she was crawling because the beatdown she had got was so severe and that a cracker bees bitch and her husband seen her and pulled over and took her ass, took, not her ass, excuse me, took the sister right back. Huh? Knowing what was going on. And what about those men who gang raped her? There were men in the same town, them cracker beast motherfuckers in the same town, right? Five-year-old baby. So ain't no such thing as good white people. I'm so sorry. If that hurts your feelings, there's no such thing. But I'm supposed to be concerned about some homo? Where, where, where they at on that, huh? Where they at on that? Where, where's the watch on Washington for our people still enslaved, enslavement, huh? Where's, where's the executive order for the National Guard to bum rush these motherfucking properties? Huh? I'm supposed to care about a Mexican. I say. Right, and they want like you, like you say, you're supposed to be man. You're supposed to be work behind her. Off of the Mexican, killing them. Killing us all this morning. Thing. I, I had the time to figure out how to search for it. I know it's something to do with these social justice warriors. Man, I didn't, you know, that's a new thing too. The social justice warrior. You know what I'm saying? The social justice warrior. This is a, um, they, these are people, you know, all the jobs is leaving the country. So these are the people who used to have jobs in the, in the Midland, you know, in the heart belt of America. And, and, you know, the white folks who used to have some manufacturing jobs and shit. Now, they children, they going to college, and a lot of them not. <laughs> but they see that they're going to be broke, too. That nothing they can do is going to stop them from being in the position that they in. So now, their thing is, we just protest every fucking thing. We want our way. 
And because and they got this way because remember they was giving all the toys, they was giving all the games, they was giving all the sneakers, they was told that they the best when they was the worst. You my baby, you number one, you the top and they was giving everything. And never knew that at some point in time nobody's gonna give you shit. You're gonna have to go get that shit. And so since they caught up in that, they like, Oh, what the fuck? So remember I was talking about how they had the colleges where they had to, you know, after Trump won, that they had to have rooms with milk and cookies, brownies, and donuts and pizza for the kids to come to, and they had to cancel. Some schools had to cancel their exams and shit so the kids could be all right because the kids was breaking down. So that's what this thing is, the social justice warrior. You know what I mean? This motherfucker fights for anything, everything. You know, these are the white people who, these are the white people who are always out screaming Black Lives Matter. That's a social justice warrior. A white person screaming Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. You ain't got no dog in the fight. You just up here just to say some shit. Get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? For real, I say. That's a social justice warrior. You know what I mean? They don't really got no dog in the fight. They just want to fight to be fighting. They just pick a fight. You say up, no, it's down. Why? Because gay thoughts say down. You know what I mean? These are the same motherfuckers who want you to say, instead of calling the person he or she, like you can look at him and be like, oh, that's a man, that's a woman, they want you to say Z. Z. Uh, Z went to the store. Z I don't know. What the fuck? I don't even know how you could use that in a sentence. What sound? I don't know. What the fuck? But uh, these are social justice warriors who are out this drink. I'm going to try to find this shit, though. I'm going to look hard, John. I'm going to look hard because I know when you hear this shit, you're going to just, you're going to laugh. Well, I do think it's funny how um, Trump pulled the okie doke on the wall. You oh, know, yeah, yeah he's gonna make Mexico pay for it. Now it's uh, well, you know, it's gonna come out of tax dollars, but we'll get the money back. I hope he got his corporations, his construction corporations in place. He ain't doing nothing no different than the rest did. You know, Dick Cheney and Bush, one and two, with Halliburton, Kellogg and Brown, all of those lovely war manufacturing corporations that they were either the head of, had major stock in, that got crazy big, big money when they did that bullshit invasion on Iraq. So, you know, ain't no different. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to find this shit. I found this motherfucker. You're right, Quay. Just another face on that shit. Just another face on the bullshit. Check. And I want to make sure, because I had gave out a, um, a statistic, I want to make sure I was clear about that. 53% of white women voted for Trump. Okay, the total woman, uh, 42% of all women voted for Trump, 
but 53% of white women voted for Trump. And, and, and that's significant, you know. And now it's these same Cracker Beast bitch women that got this bullshit march against Trump. But 53% of your population voted for him. So we can say that half of the, half of the white women out there marching actually voted for me. Check. Check. 53% of white women voted for Trump. That voted. Check. You know what's even deeper too, Steve? When you ask yourself, like, you ain't got to ask yourself, but why did you feel you needed to vote for this motherfucker? Like, what was your motive behind that shit? You know what I'm saying? And I'm just saying that because I'm like, y'all motherfuckers was fearing, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> to me, it's like, it was a, uh, it was a phobia, you know what I'm saying, of niggas getting too loose and shit, black people getting too loose in this motherfucker. So when I look at that, basically I'm seeing like, okay, the white woman is probably one of the most fearful individuals of the black population in this fucking country. She fears the black. I don't know that. Fuck... Say again? Go ahead, no, Kim, I'll cut you off. No, no, no. I feel what you're saying. I'm saying when you look, that, that that's just my, my perspective. Like when I'm out and about and shit, motherfuckers is always grabbing a purse and whatnot, what have you. I mean, this shit just happens to me like just today when I'm out and about. But what I'm just saying is I felt like personally, based on what the fuck, where the shit was going, Trump is supposed to be like, you know what I'm saying, to me like the motherfucking, you know what I mean, that's their security, that's their that's the security mechanism because shit was getting a little bit far-fetched. That's my, pers- that's my personal perspective on that shit. I don't think these motherfuckers really, you know what I'm saying, wanted to vote for him, but I think he was the one who they felt like was going, like you said, make this, this fucking catchphrase, make America great again, which is return, restore power back to the whites and shit, and they, and they eyes and shit. Check, and you know what? I stand corrected because when you broke that down, I definitely, you write about that with um, white women um, being fearful, particularly of our men, and I think, well, you know, in my opinion, that's because of the propaganda that they have been fed about the lie of our men. And I, and I think it's also racism involved in that shit, too, because white women are some of the most racist motherfuckers on this planet. And as you just said, that, to me, that explains why they voted for Trump. But they forgot that shit, make America great again. Well, you know, when I hear shit like that, you're talking before the emancipation, no, you're talking before the Civil War. All right, and so what they forgot, though, is that before the Civil War, a white woman was a piece of shit to the white cracker beast man. All right? That bitch couldn't say nothing. No doubt. And that's why she was so fucking vicious when it came to to, 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 to us. That was the only power that bitch had was over some niggas. So, quote, unquote, over some motherfucking Africans. That's the only power she fucking had, and she used that shit to the fullest. Chat. 
And, like, people got to understand, too, like, just the way you see some of our people conducting themselves in, in, in this manner, knowing that shit was from generations and generations of going through that ma'afa, you know what I'm saying, that enslavement, it's, that shit is still etched in the fucking minds of every white motherfucker that you see in this country and abroad, this racism and the, the bestiality, the fucking savagery, just like uh, just like fucking Walter Williams was saying, Baba Walter, like this shit is part of who they fucking are. It's deep in their genes and their psyche. So there ain't no change in these motherfuckers, like, you know what I'm saying? Just as we live with the scars and the wounds, they living with them same motherfucking wounds on their brain, so they got to fucking feel like, you know what I mean? It's not our fault that black people are fucked up. They fucked themselves up, you know what I'm saying? They they never going to fucking admit to their fucking savagery and shit, but we got to already know that shit, you know what I'm saying, which I know the family's on the lines, too. You know what I mean? But... Nigga, this shit is part of who the fuck they are now. There ain't no change in that shit. It's years and years and years. Only way to change that shit is when, once we step back in power. But it probably still won't change. But this is part of who the fuck they are. This is how their mind works. So when they see a young black male, it don't fucking matter. Even if the nigga's dressed in a suit and tie, it's going boom, boom, oh shit. He's going to rob me, going to rape me. You know what I'm saying? It's just going to click and they don't like that. Well, see, that's the thing that, that's, you know, you brought up something deep, and I think a question has to be asked. How could it be that the rapist and the robber, looking at the victim, you know, and and, 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 and it's shit like this that we cannot allow slop. You know, and it makes me think of Dr. Walter Amos Wilson. I'm not Dr. Walter. Dr. Amos Wilson work. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because that's the sick shit here. And that's the sick shit about white people. And in my opinion, while they have no conscience, there's nothing redeeming about them. Because you're the motherfucker who has done me wrong. And now, after you done did me wrong, you now scared of me. The wrong you did to me, you done now threw on me. I'm now the rapist and the robber. Or my men are now the rapist and the robber. I'm now loose. You know, black woman loose. You know. We we love to have sex. We love to have babies. That's all we good for. Huh? After you done gang raped us. <laughs> oh, my goodness. For how long? How many centuries? Now I'm a whore? And also, he said they need, like, it's a necessity for them that view the, that, the, the, the dynamic in that manner in order for them to maintain power. They have to, it got to be done. You cannot have the dynamic intact without that type of psychosis. You got to see black, the black man has to be a, a, a criminal. The, the black woman has to be of a, 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 like a whoredom type of state. She has to be less than. He has to be less than. It's the only way this shit going to work for them. This is why, like you said, shit got to be tossed from the bottom up, y'all. This shit got to be spun. It got to be destroyed. You can't, you can't even fucking, ain't no way you can even operate within that paradigm. It's, it's a lose-lose. And if you look at the, even with the niggas who got these young, these blacks getting money, still fucked up, still landlocked, bro. You still can't do shit. Then you get these niggas like uh, fucking uh, most deaf. He, he in South Africa thinking he's making a move. They fuck around, freeze all your shit up, even off of, on the international plantation, they'll freeze your shit up. 
So you ain't going to be able to motherfucking maneuver with the money, without the money. The money is not the motherfucking, uh, that's not the ingredient, you know what I mean, for liberation. You know what I'm saying? It, it can have an impact on some shit, but that is not the end-all, be-all. These niggas going to be overstanding that shit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't give two shits about most death. I just want to throw not that at out all. there. Not at all. Uh, shame on a nigga that, <laughs> you know, you, 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 you. I, I, back in the day, I used to love him. Mm-hmm. Kind of looked up to him as a lyricist. And for mm-hmm. me to find out as a grown-ass man, you were now a motherfucking whore? Uh-huh. My nigga. That means you was fronting all that time. Nigga, you was never reading shit. Mm-hmm. Huh? Shame uh-huh. on you. That's just my opinion on most stuff. Now, you right with it. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing. Like, okay, nigga, you thought because you got the little money, you making movies with Matt Damon and these motherfuckers like you was doing some shit. You know what I mean? Not to say that you weren't speaking out on certain shit, but nigga, y'all know where this shit come from. It was just like the RZA. Nigga, y'all know what this shit is about. You know, y'all niggas got a little bit of bread. Y'all done rub elbows with some of these crackers. Y'all smoking all this bullshit and dipping this dip and all, whatever the fuck y'all smoking and fucking around. And y'all niggas done lost the reality of this situation. So until y'all ass get back in checkmate, then all of a sudden now, oh, man, this, this ain't right. We should be in America, da da da. Oh, here come the bullshit. But y'all niggas know what this shit is, cause niggas was already been put through basic training. You know what I'm saying? So, but like you said, I got no remorse when I hear this nigga on crying on the lines. <laughs> then, then it turns into uh, freedom for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Fascism. You ain't gonna have fascism without racism. So it's one and the same. They may say it's yeah. class. It's about class. Feel me? Not about race, it's about class. Here we go. <laughs> what you say? Chicago to the say? bongo. Hey. Chicago to the bongo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can't stand that. Much. I don't want to say I can't stand, but that motherfucker with that class <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, we, we know where that came from, though. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, that's one of the things, man. While I while I hold the brothers up to a, you know, I, Feel me? I understand why we, why we venerate them brothers, but at the same time, man, I, I'm also very critical of them brothers, man, for what they put on our family, man. You feel me? That class argument comes directly from the Black Panther Party. You feel right. me? So, I mean, mm-hmm. see, you would look at, look at the stain that are left, you know what I'm saying? You know it leave a stain, man, when motherfuckers is arguing about that shit to the day. You feel me? That's what no, that's yeah. what they don't fuck the people up, man. Just like with the Hebrews and the goddamn uh Jesus name is Yashua and the and the whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> was black and this nigga was black. Now all these niggas instead of arguing about getting free, niggas still arguing about the dumb shit. Mm-hmm. These niggas, niggas is crazy. Oh. You showed that shit, though. You know, you said that shit about class. You know, I, I heard Phil Valentine say some shit the other day. He said, yo, you know, they be asking me to do events with them up there in New York. Shit like that, whatever. He said, well, I don't do nothing with them. He said, I can't. Because they, they ain't doing nothing but cold destruction. So I seen another video where he was saying the same shit, but just saying a little something different, like 
It was like, yo, I told them niggas, doing that shit y'all going to do, going to end up getting somebody hurt. And the only thing that's going to happen is end up closing division. Now, I'm telling you right now, that's all y'all going to do. Argue over shit that ain't no reason to be debating nobody about religion. Like, that ain't going to do nothing. we we'll get somebody hurt. And I said to myself, I said, damn, I remember they did used to do a lot of shit with Phil Valentine. He was like the elder for a while. Well, at least we're dealing with Sharnetta always doing this shit, you know what I mean? I used to always see Phil Valentine coming back and forth to New York. But in the last, I'll say, at least three, four years, I haven't really seen them like that. So it was interesting that he put that out there to let people know that, listen, man, I told you niggas, you niggas is, is like Asian style right now. They doing this shit on purpose to make sure shit fucked up. That shit's sad, bro. Y'all are sad. Yo, listen, listen, y'all. I want to try to hear this shit right here. This is a motherfucking, look, they're going to talk about your, your dating purposes are discriminatory. So what so going to, I want to define this just so I can hear this shit, just to hear how sick this shit is going. So I hear this shit here. Oh, stop. Let me make sure this shit. Uh-huh. So I didn't hear what Would you date someone who's would you date someone who's disabled? Well, honestly, I don't know what your answer is to those questions, but I've met a surprising number of people who would say no to all or at least some of them. Their argument is that someone who's trans, would you date someone who's black? Would you date someone who's fat? Would you date someone who's disabled? Now, honestly, I don't know what your answer is to those questions, but I've met a surprising number of people who would say no to all or at least some of them. Their argument is that it's just a preference and that you can't control who you're attracted to. I think most of the time that this is brought up, it's in regards to race. I'll link to a couple of really good videos in the description about racial dating preferences, but in this video, I want to talk about our other biases. Let's start with trans people. Would you date a trans person, honestly? Think about it for a second. Okay, got your answer? Well, if you said no, I'm sorry, but that's pretty discriminatory. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you're a person who hates trans people. There was probably a time in my life when I said I wouldn't date a trans person. But since then, I've thought critically about it and changed my mind. I could sit here and show you photos of conventionally attractive trans people. There are definitely trans people who you would never know are trans unless they told you because they passed for sick. And that might convince some of you. But I think arguing that you would only like a trans person if you didn't know they were trans is a poor argument. I think you could be attracted to any trans person, whether they pass or not. I think the main concern that people have in regards to dating a trans person is that they won't have the genitals that they expect. Because we associate penises with men and vaginas with women, some people think they can never date a trans man with a vagina or a trans woman with a penis. But I think that people are more than their genitals. I think that you can feel attraction to someone without knowing what's between their legs. And if you were to say that you're only attracted to people with vaginas or people it really feels like you're reducing people just to their genitals. You're kind of objectifying them, but you're thinking of them more as genitals than objects. So I guess you're kind of genitalifying them? Anyway, my point is we have 
implicit biases that we were raised with or that we developed over time, and they can be hard to get rid of. And I think this can be especially prominent within the queer community. Gay men often pride themselves on being disgusted by vaginas, and the same goes for lesbian women with penises. It's difficult because some queer people have built their sexual identities on these repulsions, but I don't think they're innate at all. If you met someone who was extremely attractive, had a great personality, but didn't have the genitals that you wanted, you might be surprised to find that it isn't a deal breaker. As someone who is trans and gay, sometimes people ask me with a very accusatory tone if I would date a girl with a penis. Because there's the stereotype that trans lesbians are just predatory cis men creeping on cis women. But the thing is, I absolutely could be attracted to a woman with a penis. I could be attracted to any woman, cis or trans. If I find you attractive, I don't care what you have down there. But we know that sexual orientations are more innate than learned. They're more nature and less nurture. Gay conversion therapy has been proven not to work. But you can unlearn your own prejudices. It just takes time and conscious effort. And the way that we talk about potentially dating trans people has a lot in common with the way we discuss other preferences. Saying that you're not attracted to fat people isn't innate. It's informed by a society that tells you that being thin is ideal. Everything in the media you consume is bombarding you with messages that skinny is and fat is ugly. And even the nicest of people absorb these messages to some degree. But again, if you find someone attractive and really enjoy spending time with them, there's no reason why their weight should be a factor. Especially since we know that the relationship between weight and health is extremely complex and you really can't make any moral judgments on a person based on their weight. And lastly, let's talk about disabled people. Disabilities come in a very wide range from being deaf to being in a wheelchair to only having one arm. And I think it's pretty ridiculous to say that you couldn't be attracted to any person who has any of those disabilities. Disabilities can happen to anyone. Someone you're extremely attracted to today could become disabled tomorrow, and that shouldn't make your attractions then disappear. So if it does, it might not be because of them, but rather because you have some preconceived ideas about disabled people that are just inaccurate and harmful. Unsurprisingly, this is another case of the media telling you that a certain group isn't attractive. Disabled people are rarely romantic leads. Their stories in movies and TV shows are often tragic, but that doesn't reflect the reality that disabled people can be happy and have dating lives and be attractive. Now, if you're not attracted to someone you're not attracted to them. I'm not going to tell you that you have to be attracted to this fat person or that trans person or that disabled person. But the more you work at unlearning your own prejudices, the more you'll be able to see people from these groups as people rather than tired stereotypes. Unlearning our own biases doesn't happen overnight, and I don't have a step-by-step -step instruction guide for you. But I think if you can accept that these prejudices exist in all of us, even you, you can identify them when they come up and work to change how you think about them. It will most likely be a long, slow process, but I think it's because these dating preferences are ultimately harmful to people who don't fit into your box of what a conventionally attractive person looks like. It makes people feel isolated, alone, and unwanted to hear that they're universally unattractive to people. I don't think there's anyone out there who somebody doesn't find attractive. We're sold this image of the conventionally attractive person. But in reality, all kinds of people around the world are constantly dating, having sex, finding people attractive, getting married. It's not only the conventionally attractive who find love or have sex. So by working on ourselves to dispel that idea, we can make the world a more welcoming and loving place for everybody, no matter how they look. This video is a part of my Feminism with Riley series that I'm doing in collaboration with Everyday Feminism, a website dedicated to helping you stand up to and break down everyday oppression. Be sure to give this video a like. Okay, I'm going in. Million dollar question. That's a million dollar question. 
Listen, I'll play that just so y'all can see how confused. I know y'all confused. I know y'all confused. I know y'all heard that. Like, what the fuck is he talking about? Did he, what the fuck is happening? That's the mind of the motherfucking, the LGBTQIA. That's all I'm in one, right there. This motherfucker right here. It's every one of them at one time. Right here. And this is the shit that they teaching. This is the shit that they pushing right here. This is the rights they looking for, Brother Griff. <laughs> they, basically, they just want to be able to do whatever the fuck they want to do whenever the fuck they want to do it. Whatever they want to do it, they want you to be happy with them. You shouldn't. Listen, I should be able to dress up like a woman, pretend to be a woman, and if a man is attracted to me, I should be able to trick him into being tr- attracted to me. And if I tell him that, listen, I ain't really a woman, I'm a man, if he back away from me, then nigga, something wrong with you. <laughs> Just because I ain't got no vagina, meaning that you don't want to be with me? Hell, you thought I was trying to be with you for? <laughs> what I'm what? hearing, though, is, yeah, you know I said, the motherfucker is just basically out to you. You're out to fucking mind. And not only that, nigga, you anti-nature. Okay. What he's doing, you know what I'm saying? You anti-nature, nigga. You're talking all this shit. But really, at the end of the day, nigga, you don't fuck with somebody because they're attractive alone. That doesn't designate my fucking, uh, the way that I, my interaction with you. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, I have to take into account it, a motherfucker whose mind working right. Nigga, I don't, you don't fuck with, nigga, you can see a car that look attractive. You supposed to marry the car and shit. Attractive only means you see something that fucking look nice. So, all these terminologies he's throwing is to just cause confusion without you using your analytical mind and being able to say, hey, you know, boom. Yo, this all right. He straight up lied, too, because to say that your gender, your, your genitals have nothing to do with gender, that is an absurdity beyond absurdities. My gender, my genitals, are due to my chromosome. They are due to me being chromosome XY. Excuse me, XX. Men are XY. Women are XX. That is why I am a woman, why I have a vagina. Okay? So it's not like it's some... uh, accidental thing, you know, uh, like uh, you get five fingers and shit. Everybody get five fingers, male or female. But my XX chromosome is why I have breasts that have mammary glands, that lactate, and why I have what is called a vagina and a uterus, why I can give birth. The fuck he talking about? So that's just straight lying. Mm-hmm. So the only ain't got nothing to do with no man, no woman. You could be a man and got a yoni, and you could be a woman with a penis. What's wrong with you? These motherfuckers is crazy. See, and then, then like you were saying earlier, then the comparisons to black people. See how they throw that in there? It's the same as like, would you date a black person? Would you date it? Or would you date it? Overweight person? 
Would you date a disabled person? Like this motherfucker, that ain't got nothing. Listen, man, I can't all of a sudden you listen. Listen, I'm working to get out this fucking wheelchair, right? Or a motherfucker in the with a blind motherfucker. He can't just put eyes on today and take them off tomorrow and be like, you know what? I'm blind today. You know, I ain't going to do the blind thing tomorrow. A motherfucker trans, these motherfuckers, you can cut that shit off your head, take those eyelashes off your motherfucking eyes, and wipe that goddamn shit off your face, and just go out and be a motherfucking goofy looking ass cracker. Put a trucker cap on, and you every cracker at the baseball game we ever seen. No problem. And to make them little comparisons. Ain't no black people can't go, you know, you know what I mean? I'm going to put my white skin on them all. You just can't take this shit off. These motherfuckers, is, they, they take it off and on as they please. Just by that definition, or whatever the, the, the LGBTQIA definition was right, it's just for people, this is this something that's made up for motherfuckers that say, yo, feel sorry for me. Feel sorry for me. And this motherfucker tomorrow, I'm a transgender gay. I didn't even understand what the fuck that was. But then when I when now when I went to try to find this find this video right here that I want y'all to hear, I seen that the motherfucker got a video where he with his girlfriend. And I'm totally bugged out by this. Like what the fuck is happening here? This motherfucker got a white woman. He's a white man, pretending to be a white woman, but he liked white women. And how could this white woman like a white woman that's really a white man dressed like a white woman? How is all this cool? When did this become popping? When you become a motherfucking cheap cracker. Because the cracker, man, they don't have the, there's no preference, bro. The preference is whatever the fuck you get your nuts off on. True. Plus, you know, it, it just showed that they're crazy. Like, this crazy. is real sick. This is insanity, you know. And this is Frankenstein <laughs> coming to life, like, on some real shit. You know real what I'm saying? Shit. Like, you're, 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 it is a Frankenstein. And just like in the movie with the Frankenstein, how the people had um, torches and pitchforks to kill it, that really, that sh- if, if this was, if we were normal. If this was a normal society we find ourselves in, that's what the reaction should be. Yeah, if this was a normal society, this motherfucker could never make no video. Ever. He could mm-hmm. never come outside. Nobody would ever be able to know that you dress like that, act like this. The Nobody would be able to know. The trans, would, first of all, I'm not <laughs> saying that. People that are um, cutting off their genitalia and having fake non-living materials added on to, to to pretend that it is a, a sexual organ or genitalia are Frankensteins. They mm-hmm. are monsters. And I want to say this to the cracker beast motherfuckers that are religious rights that have plastic surgery. You are a Frankenstein as well. I'm against the mm-hmm. whole thing. Okay? Mm-hmm. The, uh, the, the freak shit on the sexual perversion, and then people just having breast implants, ass yeah. implants, Botox, mm-hmm. all that yeah. shit is fucking well, sick, Frankenstein yeah. words. Uh, you're right. You're right. 
anything. I'm going to put anything in. You see these motherfucking girls' asses blowing up and all that shit, putting that shit in their ass? They had this motherfucking girl down in Atlanta. She was putting silicone, the fucking silicone gel in, y'all, in girls' asses. The rubber, y'all, what's that, that silicone rubber like that, 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 that shit that you can get? Out of the store, taking this shit, filling up motherfucking syringes and shooting girls in the ass, man, to fill their ass up. It was a uh, girl out like here got arrested for shooting their ass up with, with Fixer Flat. <laughs> Stop it. <Yeah. laughs> Fixer Flat. Stop it. How the fuck? Come on, man. You gonna, we going to just blow it up. You're going to die. <laughs> that Fixer Flat shit ain't no joke. Somebody put that shit, the rest of them put that inside them. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you got to be crazy. You crazy alone to even think to do some shit like that. But then the person to get it done to him, I just couldn't have known it was fix a flat. <laughs> <laughs> no way. I they no. You fucking with a side. You yo, listen. It's one thing to fuck with a back door, a backyard mechanic. Yeah, fuck with a backyard mechanic, but it's a whole other thing to fuck with a goddamn back uh, outhouse doctor. <laughs> you don't want the outhouse doctor. Now, backyard mechanic is one thing, but the outhouse doctor, <laughs> you don't want that. But that's the, this is where this the crack of beast perversion is going, and we're not even looking at it like on some real shit. You were Frankenstein. You're not living no more. Botox is a fucking poison. Yeah. Botulism, right? Word. Put this shit in your face to, to kill your face, huh? to make it die for a second, just to stay in a certain way. It's been like dead right there. It's poison. I think you don't yeah. even know if you can have a reaction down the line. But it's very much Yo, you're saying that, right? Ain't that how they do the poison? It don't be like, like we be drinking these sodas and shit like that. It got poisons in them. That poison ain't going to kill you today, but over time, it's going to be an accumulation. It's going to start to build up in your fucking system. Then you're going to find yourself with all different types of motherfucking cancers. Later on, you get 45, 50 years old. Now you got all types of cervix cancer, prostate cancer, neck cancer, cancer of the eye, cancer, pancreatic cancer, liver cancer, cancer in your toe, cancer behind your knee. Cancer everywhere. Every fucking weird. <laughs> everywhere. You ain't got a body part from cancer, won't go get, won't go get. But the cracker pushing, that's another form of them pushing this perversion. Because, look, if, you, if you're willing to accept uh, breast implants and ass implants on a woman, well, why can't a man do it? Yeah. Or vice versa. You know, and, and we see our people accepting this shit. Yo, I had to scream on a sister the other day because the sister stomach is kind of flat, but everything else ain't. All right, and she got um an an, an extra a large ass, you know, and so. Ain't nothing fit in the body. But 
You want to argue over or get mad over those who choose to exercise to get their body snatched as opposed to you walking around here like you done did that, but that shit is all surgery. And in the long run, you fail to realize that that's more harm than good to your body. Oh, yeah. Because you're going to want this extra shit, all that extra shit you're putting in your body over time. That shit going to fuck you up. It's going to fuck you up. You imagine these girls give me butt implants now, breast implants now, when your monkey ass gets 65 years old. Your body frame, your spine, your legs, your thighs. You can't hold none of that. It's not natural. No. No. Ain't natural at all. Oh, cause some stink, low life, cracker beast, bitch, whore. Kim Kardashian did it. Now we got our own sisters of that bitch, Nicki Minaj, and all that. All that shit is disgusting. All that shit is disgusting, and it is harmful. Okay, and 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 it will do us more harm than good. There is no way you can put toxins into your breast, into your ass. And think ain't nothing wrong with it. And now they got the new shit. Design a vagina. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, man. It's just going too far. You're going too far. You're going too far. Damn. Even Lil' Kim got a fake ass, but a design of vagina. That shit just, I, I can see it. All right, why not? They designing every fucking thing else, man. This is what I'm saying. This is like this video that's just so alive right now. With the fucking the dude, the dude dressed up like a woman, all his makeup on, super foundation out to be to make his face up to look like as good as any as good as a woman's face as it could be. You know what I'm saying? Turn it into a woman's face as best as possible. This motherfucking suck MC. Oh man. You know, man, I uh man, I'm 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 riding in the car the other day listening to the radio, man, like the main station out here, you know what I'm saying? And it's like it's like four thirty in the afternoon and shit, you feel me? Like I'm really knowing it's like right in the time when a lot of kids is getting out getting picked out of school and shit, you feel me? And the ad that come on the radio is the fucking radio station talking about? Do are you not are you not happy with your ass? Uh, would you like to get a little bit more junk in your trunk? They giving away ten thousand dollars, man, for a motherfucker to get them a fake ass, man. You feel me? That, that in the middle of the goddamn day, man. You know what I'm saying? Man, I'm I'm sitting there listening to the shit. I'm saying, boy, this shit is out of control. You feel me? <laughs> out of control, man. Man, what the fuck? Ten jeans with a big ass. Ten jeans, come on. You're I can get a crib. And, and, and Not for no business. Bitch, uh, you can't get no money for no business. Because you got ten know, jeans. It's like so. My bad, brother boy. You get that ten jeans for that ass, trust me. Once they know that you accept that money for that ass like that, oh, you're going to be the next hoe. Rolling down. 
trust that. They're going to Hollywood your ass right to the whole stroke, to the Hollywood whole stroke. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And Hollywood well, whole stroke. What light was that? Down there with Brother Polite now. Yup. With that sister. Yeah, I'll be with a pimp name Polite. But but I think the sad thing, man, is like you see it being marketed to the man. You feel me? You see it being marketed like like do Kim Kardashian, do Nicki Minaj. You know what I'm saying? When Nicki Minaj was first jumping, she was her show was for the young girls, like. The, you know what I'm saying? That show was like on some Barbie doll shit or something. <coughs> you know what I'm saying? And I think mm-hmm. it's like, like the goddamn impact. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to have the young girls, man, really not thinking, you know what I'm saying, about the fact that their body ain't really filled out yet. So they're going to yeah. get the implant before their body even fill out. You know what I'm saying? Your shit still going to fill out, nigga. Like, this shit just don't look crazy. No. You saying that, and they sent Nicki Minaj right at our kids, right at them. Because when I seen that poster that you did with the fucking lollipop, that was a dual play. Not only was it to appeal to the young girl, but it was to appeal to the pedophile mind. See? That's the appealing to the pedophile mind to make this adult girl dressed up like the youngest looking thing that you can make her dress up as. That's where they at with that shit. So it was also a point on pedophilia at the same time. So now you get her in there doing that, and the young girls, now they're going to be more susceptible to older men's advances. They're going to want older men. And older women, bro, B. And older women and shit. Mm-hmm. You're going to make the older men. Mm-hmm. Now, you're going to also make the older men start, stop realizing the ages of these younger girls because now they all look alike. They all look alike. You know what I'm saying? They all dressing in the same type of thing. You know, it's certain times, you know, listen, there's certain things that I don't like to see grown women in because I'm just like, yo, listen, you're looking like a child. Yeah, too you shouldn't shit. Yeah, wear that young girl shit. You don't want to be confused with them. You know what I'm saying? And that's what they do because it starts to confuse, and, you know, it's a play on everybody. I knew, the, I knew the game was fucked up, man, when I saw old-ass women and old-ass men pulling up in a ride playing like Nicki Minaj and, you know what I'm saying, they're listening to the young people's music and shit, and the music has no message to it. It's just fuckery. You know what I'm saying? And they pulling up. Old niggas, old, old motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? And old women pulling up, listening to little kitty-ass fucking music and shit. Yeah, and now they car closing the door like they thinking they hot and shit. This nigga was on his motorcycle and shit. Old-ass nigga. He playing Nicki Minaj. Man, Huh? No, I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've old niggas out here, man. I said, nigga, you, these niggas is kicking nursery rhymes, nigga. You fucking 63, and you coming out like you hot off the ride and shit. And I'm like, Yo, okay. 63, these niggas 60 years old, 55, 60 years old, riding fucking Harleys, 
with loud ass systems on them, mm-hmm. playing. They got motherfucking panda, panda. All this shit, nigga. They them niggas crump dancing. They listen to little Yachty, little Uzi, <laughs> Kodak Black. These niggas playing all this shit. Oh, the shit. Fuck Drake. You know what I mean? See, they ain't even with the Drake and the John Legend, none of that shit. Fuck them niggas. Fuck the Chris oh, Browns. These oh. niggas is listening to straight trap music. These motherfuckers got the trap music playing. He's like, what the fuck? I was seeing this son. It bugs me out, man. It bugs me the fuck out. I, I can yo, listen. I'm getting to the age right now where... I've already been past, been to that point where I, it's a lot of music that I don't listen to, period, just because I'm not, I can't do that shit. It gives me a headache. Certain songs that the little dudes make, I can catch a couple of them like, ah, 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 I like that. All right. Um, but majority, I'm listening to different range. So if I'm going to listen to some hip-hop, I got to listen to shit that's already way old already or People who my age making the music, so then it's still I'm dealing with somebody my age because I can't I can't I can't be in the mind state of no motherfucking little whippersnapper. These motherfucking microwave minded people, nah. And then, like you said, you know, you you this shit is good. If the shit is good, I'm a rocket. The problem is, ain't none of that shit good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. I'm not going to pretend because people acting like, oh, this is the new shit. You know, first of all, I'm not a child. I'm a grown-ass woman. That's number one. But number two, I ain't never did no fads any motherfucking way. My shit is about quality. There's some good fucking music. I'm going to play that shit. If that shit is some trash, it's trash, and I don't give a fuck what age it is. Yep. No matter how hot y'all try to make it sound, like make me sick it is. Nah, how many times it come on the radio? If I don't like that shit, I don't like it. It's trash. It's trash. You're right about that, Sister Camille. You're right. Because it ain't that. It ain't that. It ain't that. That's what I'm not, not, and it ain't that. Uh, I think that they should be listening to it because how old they is. It's because how garbage the fucking shit is. Like, why did you listen to some bullshit like that? Like, what the fuck? That's why I said ain't no message. There's no message in this shit. It's just like nursery yeah. raps. It's bullshit. Yo, niggas ain't worried about nothing. Man, they ain't worried about nothing. Nigga, ain't yeah. oh, fuck. What the fuck you old as fuck? What the fuck is you doing playing? Niggas ain't worried about nothing. Man, ain't worried about nothing. <laughs> 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 oh, hold on. Can tell me another. Give me like two bars from that song. That's all, all I know. They ain't worried about nothing. Because that's all Man. I answer that bullshit. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this shit. All I know is he say niggas ain't worried about that. Man, I ain't worried about that. Anything more than that, you got these fucks all up. You better kill me. And I'm going to say, listen, you better see two verses for that bitch Montana and shit. They ought to go ahead and take my head off, nigga, because it ain't going to happen. See, I ain't even know who that was. Because I don't even fuck with his shit. At See, all. I don't I don't fuck with nobody tell me. Like, I done heard a few shit. You know, when he had Jada on and shit. I listened to the cut only for Jada and Styles P. I just want to throw that out there. But that nigga's trash. I would never. First of all, I got a problem with any non-Africans doing my music, my people music. Yeah. You know, because you got on a chain 
and the whole nine, and, and you rocking the gear the way you think black men rock the gear, young black men in particular, man, get the fuck out of here. You are a culture vulture. Mm-hmm. I don't fuck yeah. with them. Pimping up culture. Yep. A Habibi just like DJ Khaled. Fucking Habibi. Okay. Another one. Huh? Yeah, that's another one. Yeah. That's the small hat. It's the small hat jacket. You know, they had, see, they was just waiting to really break one of their shoes like they really could. Cause remember, they remember they pushed the Beastie Boys on us, all them Jews. Mm-hmm. They pushed the Beastie Boys on us. They just trying to break the shoe everywhere. Listen, I was, some years back, you know, have y'all ever heard of y'all they got a Jew? Jew from Brooklyn named Matis Yahoo. Y'all ever heard of him? Check. I remember the bullshit. Man, listen, I remember they bought this motherfucker on Hot 97 before. Niggas ain't know who the fuck this is. And they just get this motherfucker to start. He's doing reggae. Fucking Jew from Brooklyn is doing reggae. Son. I'm like, what the fuck? Sit down. Have this shit. What the fuck is all this? Fuck. But this is Matej Yahoo, the doopy doopy doop. Now, when the motherfucker say Jew, I'm not really thinking white. Jew, I'm what the fuck? I'm like, damn, this is black Jews. You know what I'm saying? This is some black Jews. I'm saying, what the hell is this shit? But I'm like, you know, he sounds kind of weird. I'm like, yo, it's weird to see an American nigga doing reggae. Like, so that's what I'm really thinking. It's an American dude, black, you know what I mean, Hebrew Israelite doing reggae. Goddamn Jew boy, yo, the Jew boy did this shit. I swear to God, I heard this nigga on Hot 97. No less than three weeks, this motherfucker had been on like three different motherfucking um, live television shows. He had songs with about five, six motherfucking reggae artists, man. He's getting broke all over J.A. They breaking his shit. Motherfucker's like, yeah, I'm working with him. I'm working with him. You know, yeah, man, he he cool, man, he cool. Immediate shoo-in. He might still be making fucking music. I'm going to have to check and see. I, I, I'm going to have to check and see. Check and see. Well, again, a hot 90, not hot at all, 97. Uh, the morning show is run by Jews. Rosenberg yeah. is a cracker beast Jew. Ebro is a cracker beast. You know, yep. maybe a Jew too, or who the fuck know? You know. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm telling you, this motherfucker got sweet food. This food fucked up me. I'm just listening to this shit. Listen to this shit. And quiet is kept too. A lot of these Arabs, those like French Montana. Are Jews too? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's an Arab, but a motherfucking Jew. Jew, yeah. Quiet as cat. Cause even more, he's supposed to be from Morocco or some shit. But they are all the same. I don't give a fuck what you say. Now listen, hold up, hold up, hold up. Y'all check this shit out. Check this shit out. Y'all check this shit out. Mm. 
If you put, if you really take some real MCs, nigga, out the game and put them up against that nigga's not nice, man. Ain't nothing that nigga said. You know, what I'm saying? it's funny. This is what really fucked me up about this bitch ass nigga. Okay, niggas want to start listening to motherfucking bars when it comes to this nigga. I mean, Yo, listen, our right? people's age. Nah, I'm just, I never knew, I didn't know, I didn't know Sean Paul no way, but I don't listen to him like that. I seen a little video, I thought that, I said, maybe this motherfucker one of them light-skinned, half-breed, kind of man, black, kind of man, black nigga down here, some shit. Now, now, she done told me this motherfucker from Strong Island. I'm all fucked up now. Now I'm all fucked up. Well, I'm, I'm like, you know, just give me the light and pass the drugs, nigga. And I wasn't I didn't really listen to all his songs. He had a couple shit just like club like shit that really Yeah, you hear it in the club, that's real. Just like yeah, the one you just mentioned. Out. Yeah, the shit bang out. So that's how that's what I know about the nigga like if I'm in the house and listening to reggae, I don't go with, yo, let me get that Sean Paul, put that, nah. Nah, don't no shit like that, come on. It'd be Bouncy Killer, goddamn, that's it. I don't know if I'm going to other. Bouncy, Silver, <laughs> there's too many other niggas. I want to go hard. I just go, when I want to listen to reggae, when, like, when I want to listen to reggae, it, it's something that I might not have. I want to just listen to some shit real quick. I go on YouTube, and all I put in, it's bad man, gunman music. And put that in. And put Ray at the end, and, and, and then all the shit that I know I'm going to like to hear, that's what I'm listening. That's what I I know what I'm going to hear. I'm hearing nothing but good shit. I'm not going to hear nothing of them songs. Niggas ain't going to be dancing like Sean Paul. They ain't going to be doing none of that. It won't be no Pond the River, Pond the Bounce. No Dirty Wine, and none of that shit being played. Hey. I ain't, I couldn't. I ain't never been able to fuck with no Jean Paul, man. Ever. Now, now I know why. Appreciate it, sis. Yeah, yeah. Now I, know. <laughs> I know why. Just that, every time I hear that, just thinking for long time. Get the fuck out of here. The comedians just blew me with that one. Uh, shit. You don't see me doing her homework and shit. Anything you say to me that I deem 
disrespect, nigga. I'm going to fuck you up. I don't even care. You ain't got that disrespectful. You ain't got to say nigga. Any whack, you should be rapping. What the fuck y'all let me rap against this nigga for? <laughs> I say. <laughs> That's fuck, how we should go. What the right fuck here. is you? Fuck you mean. Fuck this white boy. I don't know why niggas don't just be, y'all, I guess, y'all, I don't know why they don't just be smacking them fucking white boys up. I see my man Calico pump one out one day, though. Big yeah, white boy. Yeah, he pumped the fuck out like that dumb tough. fuck. Yo, that was hey. excellent. That, I that saw that one. That was beautiful one. Hey. Yeah. You yeah. ordered that, boy. Cassidy, Cassidy handled disaster, too, that cracker moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gave they that let you okay. ride. He ate that, yo. No, I just wonder why they even no, think that. No, Straight up. really good. Yo, they got a fucking they got a fucking nigga named B Dot versus yeah. some fucking white boy. And he fucking slaughtered that goddamn white boy. It was the slaughtering it was like silence of the lambs. It was like silence of the goddamn lambs. He slaughtered this motherfucking white boy, man. <laughs> he did. But yo, Cassidy took it to the next level than that, brother boy. Because Cassidy straight up, you know, this corny-ass motherfucker cracker beast is ass. See, this is what I'm talking about, our people letting these motherfuckers up in our shit and letting them slide because they white. All right? Apparently, this is the nigga that had snuff. I think it was, um... Matt Hopper. Uh Yeah, yeah, Uh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, So, Cassidy, he up in his shit. They in Toronto somewhere. And he straight up told the nigga straight up. Dare you. dare you to do that shit right now. Right now. <laughs> we all y'all up. Yo, that motherfucker ain't say shit. <laughs> Niggas getting, oh, I thought we, no, I thought we was just rapping. Niggas, I am rapping, nigga. I'm telling you right now. Do that shit now. And, and what was even crazy to me, man, was when the, when the white boy, when the white boy uh, snuck Matt Papa, right? You know what I'm saying? You seen the you seen the niggas jump on Matt Hoffer. Yeah. To help the white boy. Like what the fuck just happened, bro? What the hell? They shut him up. No Cali niggas shut him up. Cali niggas shut him up. A lab was out there in Cali. And so there was a little Cali dude. They shut him up. That that's a black eye right there though. Yeah. That's a serious black eye on whoever them niggas was that was there at mm-hmm. that debate. And clearly, they wasn't real Cali niggas, you know. So they no, wouldn't have did no shit like that. Nah. With no fucking A-Rab. A- again, he's a and cracker. Cracker. He a cracker yeah. out of Canada. Cracker. Hey, did you? Did you? Yo, disaster from California. That cracker disaster is not from he's California. He from California with the fucking, he grew up, uh, I'm saying, I'm saying this because, well, from what I know, he from California because he, he grew up around the motherfucking daylight. And they both, they both say that shit. King, I'm going to send you the motherfucking battle with him and Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Because Cassidy called a nigga out. They in his hometown in Toronto somewhere, in Canada. Yeah. I'm, mm. I'm going to send this shit right now to hang out. Your boy battled him too. Mm-mm, I guess no, I got, I got, that I motherfucker got is trash. He is straight trash. He's like the Eminem of steroids, bro. He's the Eminem of steroids. Garbage. He worse than Eminem. Ain't he? That's why I said on steroids and shit. That nigga got the worst. Yo, you talk about nurse to be rhyme? <laughs> nurse to be rhyme? Yo, Dr. Seuss is harder. <laughs> <laughs> bro, this nigga tries to put a whole thesis in one bar, bro. 
sounded oh, terrible. I heard it. I heard it. Yo, I heard a dumbass battling T Rex on URL. I heard a dumbass battling when I heard a battle T Rex on URL. I said, man, what the fuck? Did you see the battle with him and motherfucking cannabis, man? Oh, that was the worst, man. Oh, man. And here's the hip, man. This killed me, man. Cannabis, cannabis didn't even have to rhyme no more, bro. With his first two goddamn, his first two verses, man. Murdered that nigga. He could have let that nigga say whatever the fuck he wanted after that. Cannabis hurt him, and then he fucking threw the towel in. I said, because he didn't have his rhymes. Because he didn't have his fucking rhymes on cap. But bro, that's what you think. He ain't even had to say nothing else. But some first two verses, he murdered that nigga, man. He murdered him. He ain't had to do shit else. He could have let that nigga rhyme for the rest of the night. He had him because the shit was so. He hit him with so many. He had dark. He ain't had to say right, shit else. I wouldn't even went back in my wild. Like, go ahead, say whatever you want to say. He killed that nigga. And the nigga could have rhymed for the next two hours. Cannabis killed him with just those two fucking verses. He killed him. And then he fucked up. Go ahead. Cannabis, yeah, he wasn't used to that. He wasn't used to that situation. But Jay Queen, he's from Los Angeles. Los Angeles, California. Now, he rap up there, King of the Scott. He do that, but he's from Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Well, well, you know, you know what the truth is. This though, and my from my perspective though, family, that's not battle rapping, bro. That's spoken word. What them niggas is doing is spoken word. Y'all ain't got no two turntables in the mic, nigga. Y'all not battling. That's to Man. me. That's not battling. If you ain't got no beat, nigga, and you ain't got two turntables in the, you gotta have to, nigga, put some heat on. I'm not about to see. I, that's spoken word shit. Y'all just basically just being crafty with your motherfucking lyrics. I'm from a different. I don't know. To me, brothers, a battle is a battle. Is a battle. Fuck if we both go nah, with some fresh shit. Give me a beat, nigga. You don't need to beat. No, no, this is what I'm saying. Niggas that I know, niggas that I know, you know what? You know what happened, right? I know niggas who can rap and niggas who can't rap, and I know niggas who can ride a beat. They can't really ride, but they can ride a motherfucking beat and make their shit sound good because they ride the beat, bro. Right? And another nigga can rap his ass. And all so the niggas out rap him, but he can't out rap him to that fucking beat that's getting on. Can't out rap him to that beat. But if you turn the beat off and you you and see who got the lyrics, this nigga over here gonna fall to the wayside because he knew how to ride this beat. But the nigga with the lyrics now, his shit gonna sound clean because you want him to be there. You go, and brother boy, you, you on we, point man. because battling it didn't have no music king. It was a cipher. Yeah, but a nigga might be beatboxing or something, sis. Nigga beatboxing some shit. That could could have been added in there, but Mm -hmm. I know when I was coming up, I got to see some niggas. Like, I got to see Busta Rhymes and them niggas battle. Nah, it was a cypher. Yo, you spit your first niggas just going off the top. You're battling. Mm -hmm. You're outside. Yup. The two got the nicest shit off the top of their head. Because, like I said, a lot of times when we're not, but what I know, and I did this battles with both both mannerisms, is niggas who not. That's why I never like to do a battle with a beat. I never like to do that shit because I knew it was niggas who, if they caught the fucking beat, they gonna ride the hell out that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
and I'll be uh, thinking of, and I'll have rhymes in my head where I'm battling you. So I'm thinking of different shit in my head that might not go along with the fucking beat, but if I had no beat, nigga, I'm going to eat your fucking ass up. Because when I'm going to the beat, now I got to think of some shit that's going to flow with the cadence of the beat instead of be able to give my own cadence. My thing, like, though, when a nigga drops the beat, first of all, you know, it's the difference between just a, a, a regular beat and a battle beat. You know what I'm saying? For me. So if a nigga throw the battle beat on, nigga, nigga, you know what I'm saying? It's a free-for-all, my nigga. If the beat hot, I'm going to be able to rip that shit harder. But the thing, I'm still going off the dome, though. You know what I'm saying? But what the beat does is it gives you a lyrical parameter, nigga. So you, you can't just be like, uh, you can't just be speaking without having a format. You know what I'm saying? Now, you, it's like being on a basketball court with no out-of-balance lines without no beat to me. It's like, okay, nigga, the beat might be rap. We both rhyming over the same fucking beat. Let it, let it do what it do, nigga. Lyrically, who going to dominate the shit? You know what I'm saying? Now, but It depends. Like he said, because if you got a nice funk flow, you can have some weak-ass lyrics, but because your flow is nice, you can motherfucking win the crowd. No doubt. I mean, it could go either way. No doubt, with you. But, but like see, with no music, with no music, it ain't nothing for the person to focus on but your lyrics. No doubt. But see, then for me, if I'm gonna be, and that's the thing too, they're not freestyling, so they they basically just reciting lyrics that they can remember. Ninety percent of the time, they're reciting lyrics that they got that they memorized. So then that right there is another thing. Me, I'm like, those niggas ain't even really going off the dome. And then oh, yeah, with this new shit, with this new era, yeah, you're right about that. This new era is not, because you're getting paid for it and you get time, the reason why it's like that now is because, because of the money aspect. The money aspect makes it say that, hold up, we can't have niggas coming up here and just trying to flip over their shit brand new. We need to try to at least format it so we get the uh-huh. best out of them every fucking time. So we give you, you know, 30, 60 days, you know. Now, listen, you battling this joke in 60 days. Have your shit tight. Have it right. Have it ready. You know what I mean? Nowadays, you know, you're saying that I had to fall off of freestyle because when they first started doing the battle rap, if you remember when they first started coming out, it was cats coming to freestyle. You would have cats who had shit already on their cap, and you could tell when they were spitting their shit. But a lot of times, it was just cats right then and there, spitting whatever the fuck they spit right up the top of their goddamn head. Right at each other. Boom, 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 boom. You know what I'm saying? But then, like I said, over time, it started to become, the production started to become different. People started really realizing exactly what type of crowd you could draw what type of money could be made out of it if they format it in a way that they get the best out of every single performer? I think, too, you have um, people that manufactured rappers. That's what I'm going to call mm-hmm. them. Drake mm-hmm. was one of the first manufacturing rappers that I know of that has gotten over because – when Drake comes, all of a sudden, freestyle no longer means off the top. It means your written rhyme and your Blackberry. And I'm saying that because a nigga, when he first came on Not So Hot 97, he got exposed. Supposed to have been doing a freestyle with Flex. Flex being the foul motherfucker that he is, and I was glad he was foul on this night. 
uh, Drake fucks up and Flex blows him up. Like, nigga, you reading off your Blackberry? So that now becomes acceptable. Mm. It becomes ex- acceptable for a freestyle now to mean written rhymes. No, that's now, it, it's not it. Who that worked for better? That worked for people that are not naturally astute to this art form, like white people. I don't know. Mm. I ain't never met, and I'm talking about when I was young out here in the street doing this, going to different spots. I never met a white motherfucker that was nice off the top. Now, I heard some write some written rhymes. Yeah. But freestyling off the top, never. They, when they freestyle off the top, they sound like fucking disaster. <laughs> he ain't even doing that. that. He's horrible. He's just, just He's fronting like yeah, that. Yeah, that was His shit written, but he, they sound like that. Just cat, hat, bat.
Doctor, I'm going to kill you with no fucking beat. I'm going to kill you. You're going to need a beat to think of the shit you got to say. I ain't going to need no beat. I'm going to eat your fucking food, say all type of shit that you never would have thought I would have said to you. Yeah. Okay. I hit the kids. Yeah, I hit them kids like that, man. You talking about you're a rapper, man? Go ahead, man. Let's, let's see, man. I'll bow you right now. Kids, say. Let me hear the lyrics, man. You ain't got no lyrics, and you ain't no. Yeah, I don't care. I'm not, you, don't, you ain't no rapper. You ain't no rapper. So they, so they say, ah, man, hold it, man. I just try you. Come on, man. You ain't no rapper. That's bullshit right there. <laughs> 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 Saying that, I have my little, my little cousin, man. Me and this went down south. I went down south to my brother, little brother, brother, man. This be in the car for about 45 minutes, battling. <laughs> battling, going to the park. We going back and forth. Back and forth, ride for ride. <laughs> oh, man, it was fun, though. It was fun. I think the nigga stole one of my rides, though. I said, nigga, when he said it, I said, nigga, hold it up. Man, you had to hear me say that shit before, son. <laughs> Say no fucking way. You know what? You're going to think of that shit right there. That's my shit. I use that. I use that little scheme when, I, when, I'm, when I'm riding or something. I can't get nowhere. That's my little shit. I throw in there real quick and keep it moving. Every good battle rapper got that. You know, it ain't, you don't got no whole bunch of bars that you got dialed up, but you got a little quick crossover for just in case you get caught up. You boom. <laughs> then you keep this shit moving. Yeah. And see, an MC gonna know you. You gonna know your lyrics. You gonna know your lines. You gonna know the words that you use, and if somebody done ripped you. See, I myself, I never um, like I ain't never have like a rhyme in my head or nothing like that. But battling other sisters, and even when I was the only sister around, like I ain't never have a problem spitting, even if I was a little off that night. Nothing stopped me. No, yeah. That's what you do. You don't you gotta get to it. Up. Yep. You got to make his way through it. That's the only way you get better. You got to go through that shit. You got to go through the fire, man. Shit, I'll, I will yeah. acknowledge that I'm raggedy and then come back with some fire. Right after I say, yeah, it's a little Y'all like, hold on, give me a second, give me a second, y'all get to hold up. Give my, catch my shit off. Here I go, I got it. <laughs> I got y'all now. Now I'm ready. Ah, man. But shit, family, that, that, uh, and one thing, though, is, you know, it lets them put together somewhere they can start to be prosperous. Because there's a lot of hustlers and casuals like that, you know what I mean? It took those who. Once with, with that drug dealer era, it took them and gave them something else. You know what I mean? A different hustle. Ache. Yes, it did. And, and our creativity. Because that caused men in particular, young men, not grown men, young men putting clothes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. Yeah. and lines, everything. It gave them an avenue to do a lot of different stuff that they have never... They might not have never been into. Exactly. Hip-hop. You know, and I forgot. Back in the day, heads used to sew and put little fly shit on their gear. Yeah. We the reason why Gucci is Gucci right now. Quiet as motherfucking kept. 
Louis Vuitton right now. Dapper Don, hip-hop made dumb label shits popular, but we was popular. making our own shit. We was getting the material, yep. throwing our own shit up. Making your own shit, man. And that's where, yo, you right. If it wasn't for, if it wasn't for the streets, the streets made the shit hot. So now Come the on, streets now. made it hot. It wasn't the rappers that make shit hot. The streets made it hot, and the rappers stole it from the streets that were weird was popping that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because it was niggas in the hood. It was niggas in the hood who looked fresh. Fucking, if you go back and look, man, niggas was dressing like motherfucking cornballs. You know what I mean? And rappers was. Hood niggas looking like, oh, niggas, like you said, niggas had Louis on, niggas Gucci duck, super motherfucking chains on, niggas was fresh MCM. on a regular basis. Remember yeah. MCM? Come on now. Yeah. Niggas had their cars hooked up with the shit of leather seats and they BMW, exactly. all they shit laced out. Yeah, exactly, yo. Listen, niggas had BMW with MCM rag tops on the motherfucker. <laughs> niggas put rags on it, all that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Suzuki, remember the niggas had Suzuki Jeeps at that time. Okay, now. All right. The niggas would put Louis Vuitton all in that shit. Gucci all in that. Well, I had a fucking little uh, Suzuki Jeep with that shit in there. With some goddamn Gucci, blue and, blue and white. No, MCM, blue and white. Okay, MCM goddamn seats in the motherfucker. Long had a fucking little brown Bronco with, with the Louis Vuitton shit in there. So that's what niggas did. They did that shit. David damn made all the suits, all your all your wares. You know what I'm saying? You go get. He was buying the fabric. He was buying the material and just making niggas shit from the Louis Vuitton shit, MCM shit. All that shit looking looking fly and made it made it popular, made it pop culture. Hmm? Made and that the shit, shit wasn't pop crazy. Culture. The prices wasn't crazy either. And then what ended up happening, like where I'm at and shit. Heads, if you didn't want to go up there to Harlem and get your shit, you had somebody around the way that was a dapper damn knockoff. He could yep. so hook your shit up and anything. Yeah, I hook you over the same shit. Because they can see the hustle. They say, oh, shit, wait a minute. They can do that shit, too. They can do that shit, too. They can get the velour sweatsuit and just take a cut some pieces and put some shit right on <laughs> the motherfucking floor sweatsuit. Check, that's real. Meanwhile, your velour sweatsuit is Gucci out on your pockets and shit. Yup, yup. You can put a little Gucci behind you, you can put a little jeans. You good. Have your name on your shit and everything. Used to be fly. You know what I mean? It was all black. You know how they say we don't buy black? Well, that was black buying black. <laughs> We came up with our own <laughs> shit, like on some real shit. No doubt, I'm with you. The, the so fucking... Now that's what now you're saying that, right? Now what happened is, see, the streets used to influence what we did. Now we allow the media. See, course, black course, people, we yeah. still fuck with TV, but we still knew that we need to influence our own shit. That '80s. Early nineties era, then it started to get to, it started to get, it really got just got took over. Media started to control then because re- remember the rappers started trying to look like the niggas in the streets. Then over time, the people in the streets start trying to look like the rappers. Yeah, because niggas in the street they start wearing that tight shit. Rappers start wearing it. Then niggas start wearing it. 
It wasn't the streets. The streets didn't do that because who in the streets would actually be dumb enough, be dumb enough to put on a tight-ass pair of motherfucking pants, man? Who the fuck is that dumb to try to wear a fucking tight? You can't be on the block hustling shit with a motherfucking skin-tight, what the fuck, the um, ballerina pants on and shit. You can't be out there like that. Well, you can't. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. You would have never thought to do that because you would have known that this is not going to help you, man. When you go hide, you can't even hide nothing, man. You, this is where you hit all your cracks. You can hide your pistols, all that within the layers of clothes that you got on. You can hide that in the size of the shit you're wearing. They can't tell if you got nothing because your clothes so big because everybody got something. All right, don't nobody got nothing. Tell me. Lord said, nowadays, it's, you know, and you can see all these niggas over there, little tight-ass pants on, hanging off their ass, and there's the one nigga over there with the bigger shirt on with the pants pulled all the way up on his waist. That's the nigga with the gun right there. Get it. Yeah. Get it. Get it. You stand out like a sore thumb. We know these niggas ain't got no guns. They, I see they punk panties. These niggas got on food and loons. <laughs> these niggas wear food and loons with tights on, with, with, with tight T-shirts, with V-necks on, so we can see everything they got. See, this nigga heartbeat. You know? <laughs> you, nigga? You, nigga, what you doing over there? Get that nigga right there with the big pants on, with the, yeah, him, 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 with the nigga with the pants up. You know what I'm saying? They went to transport up, get him. That's how you, you know, I used to always, I used to go by, and I'm going to tell you, I'll walk by, and I always watch the people who pants up on their waist. Because they got to hold his gun. And you can't hold your gun with your fucking pants way the fuck all down, hanging low. You can't do it. That's just a word to the wise when you're walking around. Yo. Remember when it, y'all remember when the rayon shits came in? Niggas was rocking a little rayon joints and shit, brand newbie type shit. Yeah, the brand newbie type shirts. Yeah. See? But that shit still was big and baggy. No doubt, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? That shit was still big and baggy. You know, because, you know that's when they started dressing, you know, they were changing it up. They were trying to change it up for the sweatsuits and so they started trying to. And, you know, that's when the preppy started, started to really try to go back to the button-down shirts and shit like that and collars on their shirts and shit. Because it was sweatshirt era before that. They was sweatshirts, T-shirts, sweatshirts, fucking sweatsuits. You know what I mean? Track suits, all different kinds of shit like that. No doubt. And the camouflage. I used to yep. remember that. Woo. I remember I saw this older brother, I swear. But he was fine. Yo, you know why the older brother was fine? Because he was dressed like a brother in my age, but he was so flowered. He had on a baby blue camouflage suit. Matching sneakers. Co- color coordination was superb. Yo. Oh, you know. <laughs> yeah, yo, he had a motherfucker head going on that day. Whoever that brother was, whoever that OG was. <laughs> Did he have shit put together that day? Did he not? Yeah, yeah, now the camouflage there, that, 
that era came in. Because, like, the Carol Fox era was right there on the same time as Brand New Bean. That was the same mm-hmm. time. There was the Dawson Specs and all that shit right there was also in there. And it was just like, yo, it was. It was Camouflage, Calkinai, Calkinai's jeans was rocking there. It was like the end of the cross-color era. Cross-colors was there, but it was like, eh. Niggas don't know about cross-colors no more. Nigga, Calkinai shit is looking more fresher. Niggas start running with the flannels and shit. Little class flannels. The little lumberjacks oh, and shit. Lumberjack. See, now the lumberjacks. <laughs> oh, no. That was around that time, too. Yeah, now the lumberjacks came a little bit earlier than that. Uh-huh. The yeah, I had a lumberjack. That was, you know what I mean, way uh-huh. back when I had the red and black lumberjack. I had a red and black lumberjack, too. Okay. I ain't had no hat for this. But I had the lumberjack. And that was like 80, that was like 87, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like 87, 87, the lumberjack, 87, 80, 88, like 87, man. No matter of fact, that might have been earlier than that. 80. But, yeah, like 86, 87, the lumberjack. Because the lumberjack and the fucking leather and the leather goose down coats and shit like that, they like the bombers, all that shit hit about the same time. And the bombers and all that shit, that, that had to be like 86, man. That was, that was the leather bombers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 because the bombers came out before niggas started wearing the goose down coat. Because then it went from the bombers to the goose down. And from then on, it was always, niggas always had to have some goose down in their motherfucking coat. From then on. <laughs> yeah. It was. I didn't ever, you know what I'm saying now, right? Niggas had the bombers, right? I had a blue bomber, the leather bomber. I had a blue bomber with the motherfucking hood, with the fucking fur on the hood and shit. You know what I'm saying? And my brother gave to me. And this nigga, and then the niggas started wearing leather gooses. That's what everybody wore, the leather gooses with either the V on that shit. It looked like a V. Like the leather was cut like, you know what I mean? They had the stitch in it where it looked like a bunch of Vs on the shit. Or you had the one that is just, it was like stitched like a bubble all around. Look like the today. It looked like today bubble coat that cats be wearing. And them shits came out, and that's when niggas started wearing that shit with the all the fur and shit. Niggas had a little fox fur and all type of shit collars on these shit. But that was like, that's what I'm saying. That was like see, that's what I'm saying. That's how I know it was like ninety ninety one when that shit came in because not eighty nine eighty nine ninety because that was slick Rick. Big Daddy Kane shit. That was Slick Rick, Big Daddy Kane shit. You know what I'm saying? If you look at self-destruction, you probably see a nigga with one of them leather gooses on. No, and, no. As a matter of fact, Kane had the long shit in self-destruction with the phone on the, on the side. Mm-hmm. But that was that, that was with that era right there. The Lumberjacks was right before that. The Lumberjacks was before that, not after. No doubt, no doubt. At least around here, I don't, you know. Yeah. Around this way, I need parts over here. Mm-hmm. Like, what year did Boys in the Hood come out? Mm-hmm. Boys in the Hood is always hard. 90-something. 90, 90 I think that was like 92. Yeah, 92? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
That's about when the time the numbers start popping around in the early nineties, about the nineties around over over here. They matter of fact, Run DMC Run got on with them another coach. I can remember mm-hmm. it now. He had a black one on. I can see it in the fucking video. I don't know what video it was. Hey, I think the bomber era was before that, bro. B. First it was the bombers, then it was the lumbers, bro. Uh,
meeting God. So I'm happy about that. Another thing, um, let me see. No, nah, I'm not mentioning niggas. Um, about this crazy ass, uh, you know, once again, these brothers see that, uh, you know, what I'm saying they see they they following the Sinetta blueprint, uh, 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 you know, debating over bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Who? You seen, you seen this this new one finna come up? I'm ignoring that. Uh, I don't even know what you're talking about. I know where he. I know what you're about to say. I'm straight ignoring that. I'm ignoring the day with fuck that pizza. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? What are they talking about? What are these niggas talking about? I don't know. No. I'm you know, uh, uh, Malik Zulu Shabazz is first Dr. Cornell West. So, okay. <laughs> what the fuck? The Malik Zulu Shabazz <laughs> and Dr. Cornell West. Well, debate what? Yeah, man. Should should we uh be talking about revolution or or uh what the defeat what the, Oh hell no. Hell you know no. that's a setup, right? Hell yeah. no. Y'all automatically automatically nigga, what the fuck? Listen, that's not no debate to be had on no public platform. Okay. If you debating that if you debating that seriously with Intent for freedom for your people. It's not a debate to be had on no motherfucking public forum in order to put a flyer out for or agenda on what's the fucking going on. With two, eight, like real talk, this is agent. This is infiltration on the highest fucking level. I say, that's exactly what You know, okay? Fucking Coon Cornell West. And as far as I'm concerned, one of the assassinators, conspirators in the murder of Dr. Khalid Muhammad. The Coon Malik Shabazz. Straight up. This is a setup. Anybody that is African in their right mind, don't show up. Please understand there's cameras that you are not going to see getting your name and everything. Yo, listen. Snap. I didn't even. Yo. And then yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. So I never put out the uh, Malik Zulu Shabazz. After when he got mad at Polite, he put out the. Malik Shabazz part of the debate that he had with Polite a long ass time ago, and I'm and I and I sat there one day, blew a couple of good ones to listen to it. You know what I'm saying? And and I just thought to myself, man, this man has just you know what I'm saying? Hijacked Dr. Kylie whole his whole shit, man. You feel me? As far as his whole uh delivery, you know what I'm saying, with the whole shit, man, you feel me, and, and I mean, I take the position that the queen takes, this man was, you know what I'm saying, complicit in the, in the goddamn, you know what I'm saying, I mean, and whatever happened to our great ancestor, you feel me, you know what I'm saying, so so to see, like, goddamn, bro, you know what I'm saying, you just a, you just a hijacked the man whole shit, you know what I'm saying, yeah. they, I've they, seen this nigga, I'm like, God damn. Yeah, you saying that, right? You saying that. Did they play the whole video, Brother Tim? It was almost like Dr. Collins coming back or something. You know what I'm saying? The new incarnation of Dr. Collins or some shit. Yo, Brother Tim. Mm Mm-hmm. Bro, was it the whole video? 
What you say, brother? Is it the whole video? What no. uh, the one I'm talking about with with him and polite? Yeah, is it the whole debate? No, it's not the whole debate. It's really just it's just really just a clip. Yeah, no, nah, I seen I've seen that before. I seen no. Nah, I just wanted to know if it was a whole thing or not because for some reason they will not put that whole thing out. Yeah, I heard I heard that what you call it did put some work in on him that he didn't want seen. I heard Malik Zulu Sabaz put some work in on um on on, on polite that he didn't want yeah. on camera. I mean, you could see through the day, man. He really he smashing them. You know what I'm saying? He killing them through the whole debate. You know what I'm saying? But I was just looking looking even more deeper than it. You know what I'm saying? Looking more into the other parts of the shit. Like, come on, man. You feel me? Like, I don't know, man. You feel me? <laughs> I mean, we just said, did he beat him in the debate here? Yeah, he killed he killed polite in that shit. You feel me? But that you shit has been hard. But but I really. Not- I- I don't give it. No, I, I take that with a grain of salt. With a grain of salt, you know what I'm saying? It's a shade, and for me, I'm looking at patterns because the same way uh, Jesse Coon Jackson, who was involved in the assassination of Martin Luther King, he came out there right after it. Then he disappeared. Then he comes back. Okay, you got the same thing with this one here, Malik. Mm-hmm. Drops off, and, and and clearly this is the blueprint that their cracker um uses moving. over and over. Well, well, yeah, that 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 whoever is pulling his strings has him doing the same thing. It's a blueprint. Cool down for a minute, fall back, yeah, and then we're gonna repackage you because we already have spotlighted you out as his replacement in that mm-hmm. goddamn Jew magazine, right? Mm-hmm. So, look, this is perfect. The thing that we got to do now, we we got to be different than the elders or the black people that was before us. We cannot have historical amnesia. Ain't no way this motherfucker should be able to stand before any of us without having to deal with Dr. Khalid Muhammad. All right? The mm-hmm. queen had brought this up when she had the celebration, the event that she had for Dr. Khalid Muhammad. She had um, hit somebody in the head with asking them had they read the report. So when she said that, I said, shit, you know, I ain't read that shit yet. Well, I finally did. Yo, I wish I didn't. That shit is horrific. That shit is so fucked up. Yep. It shouldn't be no no group right now called New Black Panther. All that shit should be, have been dispensed. Once you read that shit that they put out, mm-hmm. oh, my goodness, yo. Yo, and I got a question for Sa Shitty. The last speech that Dr. Khalid Muhammad had, you could already see uh, the dissension between the traders amongst him because only three people showed up. That was supposed to be New Black Panthers. At the last lecture he gave here in New York that Friday before he was murdered, after he left here after that weekend. Now, you were supposed to have been, uh, you was there with Dr. Khalid Muhammad, as you like to say, and you was down with him the whole thing. Well, my nigga, why wasn't you there that day then? Oh. Real shit. Or was you one of those ones that was down with Khalid? I mean, down with Malik Shabazz and why yep. he didn't show up? 
and see that would explain why he would let him sneak back in. So you know what I'm saying? Because if we remember the interview with he had with Dr. With, with Malik, where he was supposed to be asking him those serious questions, where he didn't ask him none. He didn't ask him none. You feel me? He let the man slide. Let the man goddamn me pretty much do the interview in the way he wanted to do the interview type shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But these are questions that need to be asked on some real shit, you know, because you quick to talk about how you was there with Dr. Khalid Muhammad and you was down with his chapter in New York. Well, my nigga, was you there that day? Or were you, again, I'm throwing out here, were you one of those black people that he was talking about in Harlem that was working with the racist Giuliani administration to get rid of those Africans that were selling their goods up on 125th? Mm. Mm. That might have been why you wasn't at that last lecture he gave. I mean, that would make sense, shit. He the only one out there now, right? One of the few. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like, I, I look at it like how you say, Queen, you know what I'm saying? It's, 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 uh, it's repeated, like, cycles or, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can see the strategy that they use. They, they use it over and over. You feel me? As far as you know, nigga fuck over us as a community or or he's uh you know what I'm saying, looked at like like niggas start looking at him funny and shit, like nigga you you know what I'm saying, we think you have something all they goddamn do is move him out of the spotlight for a little bit. Just get out of the spotlight for a couple of months. We're gonna bring you back. You know what I'm saying? And this shit kill us every goddamn time. Like ain't nothing happened. And that's crazy to have Coon Cornell West. Cornell West. Wow. You know. Corny West. Dr. Ben and Dr. Clark couldn't stand that motherfucker. But you remember that Cornell West was there. When they had the march, the, the the convention for the oppressed or whatever the fuck that shit was called in, in Cleveland. You know, they just had that shit just last year. You talking you know about the barbecue? The, the shit with uh, Malik Yeah, Stan, Corny West was with him at this and, thing. And, and yeah. Brother Polite, Cornell Yeah, West. y'all been with Corny West, Brother Polite, Boise Watkins, Gene, uh, 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 yeah, yeah, Zulu, all them Negroes was out there. All of them, man. It was all of them. Yeah, they just was, they was it was all good about a week ago. <laughs> they, they trying to make moves on us. But this is different. And I'm so glad that they don't know that. And I ain't going to explain how it is different. Those of us that understand, understand. It's different. All right? 
I am my mother's child, but I'm not my mother's child. I say. Man. I don't know, man. Whenever I see all that shit, man, that should just be like, just like it just seemed like a bunch of shit to just be taking us around in the circle, man. Like even with that, you know, Malisha Bad and Brother Polite, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like all that shit just is to me, man. It's just like some bullshit to just got us away from the focus. You know what I'm saying? Get us all focused and shit. True. But that's the job of uh, an agent by proxy. Goddamn right. You know, sometimes I don't even know if it's a conscious thing. It may be a subconscious thing, you know, because of the work that we learn or I've learned from Dr. Amos Wilson about, you know, the programming we got. We got that white defense mechanism in our psyche that will kick in to try to fuck shit up. Anything that anything that we doing to end our oppression by our white enemies. That white defense mechanism in our psyche is in place to kick in to stop that. Mm-hmm. And for, I, I don't know if this is an attack or, or to say you don't need SETI, you know, why you would stoop so low as to bring a goddamn, a, a, yo, he might as well have Skip Gates. I mean, you know, Man. Man. Clarence Thomas, <laughs> you know, he might as well. But I'm not surprised because this is the same platform that gave life to the fucking he fools that gave life to the motherfucking yeah. more fools. You know what I'm saying? This is what he has done. It's today I hear more. Oh, man, I have never seen this many Hebrew Israelites in my life, man. You feel me? As I have in these past few months, man. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, man... You know, I don't know, man. I, I just feel like, you know, a lot of them came from that same platform. You know what I'm saying? They're getting that from that same thing. And when you look at their platform, you're looking in the face, that shit just making it easy for a nigga that want to, you know what I'm saying, want to uh, somewhat be black power but don't want to lead the church type shit. So it's much easier for them for the niggas to go that way. You know what I'm saying? This shit's detrimental, man, to the people, man, when them niggas out there pushing that line. Pushing that line particularly, you feel me? Check. I, I, you brought up something I think is important, you know. And um, I heard Seti speaking on this not too long ago, and I appreciate the fact that he stay on that. That you know, it, it, there is no he fool RBG. Mm-hmm. You know, there is no Christian black power. It's either one or the other. And you don't, the Christian doesn't have to feel that way, but I do. You know, nobody makes allowances for the African first, second, and third. I say, I say, 
they ain't allowed, they ain't bringing us into none of that shit, you know what I'm saying, or, or trying to, you know what I'm saying, get, get, get the information we disseminate, getting it out. They not trying to do that. Oh. So why should I? You know what I'm saying? That that's the same shit. That's that that's that to me that's like an integration philosophy. An integration mindset. You give up everything of yours while the other person keep their shit and, and that's the only way we can work together. Mm-hmm. I got to accept you accepting an anti African philosophy. I gotta accept you seeing our enemy as your God. Because that's really what it is at the end of the day. Yeah. And so if I don't accept that, then I'm 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 the one practicing disunity. That's how I was painted. I'm being the one that I don't want unity with my people because I don't want to accept your religions of perversion because I got a problem with that religion being used in all my offer, justifying it and all kind of other shit. So I, I'm wrong fulfilling that way in the name of unity. Well, I'm going to have to be wrong. I'm going to have to stay wrong. And with this, I side with SETI 100%. My bad, I'm up here talking with them thing on mute. But uh you know, we got a young brother right there that's in the class, you feel saying that he loved Marcus Garvey, man. He loved the you and I hate got that red, black and green. You feel me? Every every picture he draw, he wanna outline with the red, black and green. You know what I'm saying? He wanna uh you know, make the make the little out borders red, black and green, you feel me? And, and 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 man, it's kind of kind of sad a little bit because the young brother, the young brother daddy is a Hebrew Israelite. You feel me? And so when the young brother take his work home, you know his daddy, his daddy really uh really is is not liking the red, black, and green shit all over his shit. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? But so he 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 shooting shit at the sun. But you know, the son want to keep doing his red, black, and green shit. You feel me? He 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 feeling the market garbage. You know what I'm saying? And, That's crazy. And, yeah, it's crazy. You feel me? It's crazy. Brother, you gotta help me understand how is somebody that is with the religions of perversion bringing a child to a school that is anti the system that the religions of perversion sprung forth. Because that child is going to, there's going to be a, 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 a dichotomy happening in that child's yeah, psyche. A, co- a conflict, you're right. What? And that's, what's ha- that's what's happening, and, and this is what's crazy. Is because but why is he even there, this, though? This, if, if he's not black, but, pal- like, help me understand, this, brother. This is what's crazy to me, right, is... is the young brother been there longer than damn near everybody else in the in the in the school. You feel me? He was one of the first he was one of the first students. You feel me? And he been there with him like three, four years now. So so you feel me? He been through this school 
through pretty much his whole schooling. You feel me? And I mean, the young brother is a damn genius. You feel me? A fucking genius. Do you hear me? It should be breaking my heart to see, to hear what he's telling me. You feel me? Because, I mean, what am I going to tell him? Do You know what I'm saying? I tell him, this is what I do tell him. I tell him, man, sometimes you got to, you got to stand up for, for things you believe in. You feel me? So if you if you believe in it that strong, you're going to have to hold your line. You know what I'm saying? But it's just it's just fucked up, though. You feel me? The whole shit is fucked up. Well, this sounds like it. It, it, it. That's an interesting problem right there. And I think it goes back to what I, like I said, I just heard Seti speaking on, you know. <laughs> it ain't going to work. It's just not going to work. There is not going to be any unity with us as a people when our ideologies are different. Okay. And I don't even want to call it, a, I don't even know if I, I, I don't even feel comfortable saying ideology when it comes to the religion thing, because it's like, you know, it's it's more than just an ideology for it's, it's, it's much deeper than that. Hell fucking yeah. Yeah. So if my whole stance is to destroy that, how are we going, on some real shit, how are we going to build? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, I, I agree with you, sister. You know what I'm saying, but I also feel like we have to figure out the answer to that. You feel me? Like it cannot be where we just say, you know, fuck it. You feel me? We have to, uh, you know what I'm saying. We have to figure out a, uh, a way we can handle this. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I think I have a way, brother. I, I, well, I, not, I have a way, but. The general and other people didn't, didn't drop that. Because we got to hold the motherfucking line. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But we done did enough of this going in motherfucking circles. I mean, damn, Dr. Kalidinum had 1994 black unity, mm-hmm. where everybody come together, whether you're a Christian, Muslim, whatever, we coming together under being black. And what did that end up with? Seven years later, him being assassinated, right? But you know what I, you know what I see, though, Queen. I see that it it it, it takes a it takes a certain level of uh it takes a certain level of of a revolutionary spirit just to have your kids in our class in the first fucking place. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe that, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know because I don't know well, what your well, intentions are. This why, this why I say that. This why I say that, right? Because for a kid to even get to us, their parent has already said that you know the the public school system is 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 not the uh, best way for uh, for my kid, and they've also said that that private schools and and charter schools and all this shit still at the best way either. They've said that that I would like my kids to have African centered teaching. 
you feel me, just for them to get to us in the first place. You see what I'm saying? Like, like that takes a, you, you see what I'm saying? That takes a certain level of, 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 uh, I guess awareness or, you see what I'm saying? Just to get to us, just to get to us in the first place. You see what I'm saying? I suppose. Oh, so. If it's the person that I think you're talking about, they got there because of their relationship with the person. You feel me? Uh, person that's running the school. It's, it's not that school, Queen, if you talk about, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking about because, by my means. No, nah, no, nah, it's not. You know, I, we don't, we we not through that school. You feel me? Okay. Even though it's your love and Because he gave the story, you know, remember he came on here and told us about his, his religion person. of perversion. Yeah. yeah. Who's nah, Sonny? Nah. Oh, okay. We're a whole different, whole different thing. You feel me? Okay. Even though we show our utmost love and respects to the brothers and what they're doing out there. You see what I'm saying? But we, you know what I'm saying? We're just a whole nother kind of, uh, you, you see what I'm saying? We're a whole nother. It's african centered teaching still, you feel me? But uh, I don't know. Like, we're just a, another way of doing it, I guess. Oh, I, I don't know how to explain it, you feel me? Listen, but not, they're, they're, not, they're, not, uh, they're not affiliated in that in that aspect. You know what I'm saying? I respect I, I agree with you. It do take a certain awareness and it is a revolutionary act to pull your children out of the enemy school system and to bring them to be taught in an African centered school by Africans. True indeed. But it does not still deal with the uh, mental enslavement and the severe mental enslavement of the parent of that child. You're fucking right. Because it's you not the parent that's right. coming in to make sure they get that information too, right? Well, you're exactly right on that. You know what I'm saying? And um, I mean, one thing we have realized, man. You know what I'm saying? Is that goddamn, you know. You you know you can't just teach the kids. You know what I'm saying? Because the goddamn parents got there. Me, they, you feel me? Like a lot of times, our kids going home telling the parents about shit they don't learn in class, and the parents don't really know what the fuck. You feel me? Like kind of really clueless to what the fuck. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? So we do realize you have to teach the parents also. You know, um, at our particular place, you know, it's a homeschool co-op, so. You know, uh, the the parents actually, you know what I'm saying, come up there, you know, help out with the school and shit. You feel me? Now, this particular dude, I've never really seen the uh, the Hebrew Israelite guy. He he worked and shit. You know, I've never really seen him. You see what I'm saying? But, you know, of course, the kids gone. He got three kids in the school. You feel me? You know, they're gonna be heavily influenced by by what's going on. You see what I'm saying? Heavily. You he don't for he know he know good enough. So the Hebrew Israelite, he crazy, but he ain't. He, but because he a Hebrew Israelite, he don't trust 
the fucking school system because he know that's run by the crackers. And he better off. I'm better off with my kids with black people than just sitting them at the school with these motherfucking crackers. Is that was that type of nigga like that? Um. I, I can like probably say that maybe I can probably say that maybe you know what I'm saying. But you have to also include that that it's African centered teaching. This African centered education lets you know that from the jump. You feel me? So, yeah. so I mean, he would understand that his kids are yeah. coming in here learning it from African perspective. Anyway, he Brazilian light or no shit from that. You know what I'm saying? Not from no. You know, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I know he has to understand that. Yeah, he know that. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, no doubt. That's what I'm saying here. You sometimes you gotta concede one thing or the other. Now would you rather concede that your motherfucking kid is is after the motherfucking crack is is just following behind white folks? Or would you rather concede that at least they're getting black teachings about black people doing black shit? Mm. Mm-hmm. You gonna have to you know true. what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. But at the same time now, on another level again, where I'm at with it. My whole point is to destroy our enemies' religions of perversion. So where am I going to find common ground with an African that's caught up in that shit? I take offense to it. Not to the African, but I take offense to the religion of perversion, how it came about, what it has done to us as a people. Like, I I mean, I... I, 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 No, but... This is this is thing to the community. It's like, all right now, I will all now. If we was bringing your kids into a Hebrew school, no, I'm not talking about the school now. I'm talking about I'm dealing with the parent now. We, I'm dealing with adult to adult now. I'm moving this out of the school now, and I'm dealing with the concept of unity between African adults. Oh yeah, ain't no, I ain't, I ain't gonna unify with you. I'm always teach your baby. I ain't trying to unify with your ass. You the motherfucking crazy Christian. Crazy Hebrew and all that shit. I ain't, I'm not looking for that. You know what I'm saying? I like I, I you know, it's vague. If we want to unify. It's definitely it's definitely gonna be a hard line that we're gonna have to draw. That this is where the fuck we unify that. Anything I can't because there's no way you can just deal. You can't deal with no motherfucker who still religious, especially religious. Like I can't, nah, man. You still a Christian Hebrew? You're gonna. Because that shit gonna come up and you're gonna try to put that shit on me. There's no way that Jehovah, Yahweh, whatever, that nigga gonna come up and be trying to get taught of whatever the fuck going on. Because that's what you gotta do as a fucking Hebrew. You gotta let him in. So, I don't know. It'd be hard for me to work with one. I don't know, Sister Kamir. And this is what Seti was talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, it is a recipe for disaster. If 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 we're coming together as a, as a people, understanding we got a commonality, we got a common enemy, and we have a common commonality that we're family. We have a shared history, shared identity. Ain't no way. Mhm. But I also have to say though. Like I said, man, you feel me? Okay, look, you know, we feet on the ground, right? So, you know, we we hold a hard line, you know what I'm saying, compared to, you know, 
a lot of the other people out here. You feel me? A lot, of, especially a lot of the other mm-hmm. brothers. You know what I'm saying so. You know that that's that's out here. You know what I'm saying? They they trying to do the best they can, whatever, whatever. But you know they they just looking for it. They just they just on their search on their journey. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Now, of course, you know we we don't have no kids in the school. You feel me? But we are teaching your kids. You know what I'm saying? So right there, you already have a uh, automatically uh, influence. You know what I'm saying? Right there, heavy heavy influence. You feel me? Coming directly to the kids. Now, I would just have to say that if the kids get the information, you know what I'm saying, and seeing at the seeing at the level that I see them take information and 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 goddamn compose it and and understand it, you know what I'm saying? And you feel me? Mm-hmm. I can I can only hope that that what what we teaching has you know what I'm saying, an effect to where they can sit there and, and, and weigh the weigh the truth, weigh the you know what I'm saying, weigh you know what I'm saying, to where they can have their own decision in the in the matter. You feel me? I really can't uh worry about what the parents is doing. You feel me? I mean I can mm-hmm. but like that's really not my uh you feel I'm there for the babies. You feel me? I'm I'm here these kids, I see these kids as goddamn you feel me? Brilliant, brilliant motherfucking babies, man. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Like, way blind years where I was at that age. So, when I'm in there, you know, of course, I might know that his daddy is this and this, but I'm not here. I'm not finna come here trying to debate you and shit. That's that's not my point of here, coming here. You feel me? I'm gonna come here and get the truth on the shit. That I, from how I feel it, from my research and shit, and, and you know what I'm saying, you 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 do what you want to do with the shit. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I do. But it just it just hurts the heart though, man, when you see that this baby man loves his little brother, his little brother man. The answer to every question is Marcus Garvey. The answer to every question is Marcus Garvey. It just, I mean, I. I I don't even want to tell a little brother he wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, right on, little homie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he may be the the next Marcus Garvey. You never know. Yeah. You but, know what I'm saying? <laughs> brother Tim, you said something interesting because I, I'm going to have to agree to disagree on this one thing. And um, I actually got into it with an elder back in the day over this, um, Gary Bird, who I don't fuck with no more. Um over this, because if you're telling me, uh, as he said one time, he was talking about um, the concerns, the only concerns need to be the babies, right? And so at the time that he's saying this now, I'm 20 and shit. So I'm like, okay, I hear you, but what about all the young adults that don't know anything that are going to have babies or already got babies? See, to say that if you care about the babies, then where does the care stop? Does it stop when they go back home to their parents? Mm. Because the problem, how can the babies, how can we ever have that flowering, that that Marcus Garvey-inspired flowering of 
young Africans as the parents are not in that same soil. Or if the parents are, you know, the complete opposite, you know, they they completely are programming white supremacy. How, how can there ever, because they're going to, in one way or another, you, you will have a few that will make it through. But the majority of those seedlings, are going to be stomped out unbeknownst by those African parents with that white defense mechanism mm-hmm. in their psyche. So you say so you saying that 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 what the the parent uh the parents way of thinking will override will override that in the long run without I don't you- know, but it is going to have an influence the same I, way me being sent to the enemy had an influence on me, my parents was kind of like doing the work of the enemy too, right? Mm-hmm. They're the one who told me about Santa Claus. They're the one who told me about the Tooth Fairy. They're the one who told me about Easter Bunny. Nobody mm-hmm. ever had a problem when I came home with shit to celebrate Christopher Columbus or the Cracker, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Fourth of July, all this shit here. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Now you can't go outside of your. So can I ask you this, Queen? Can I ask you this? Uh, also, real shit. Like, how do you think it's? How do you think? Like, if you was in, if you was in, 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 the, in our shoes, you feel me? What would you be your way of of handling of handling it? You know what I'm saying? Remember that the kid is. He's like nine. Well, right? I would not. Like, I would do like the same way you're doing it. How, how how would you uh how would you go about it? you know what I'm saying? Cause I mean you you know of course we we got them sprink we we put the information here and that we, we're putting you know what I'm saying? But I mean I'm not up there just beating on it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not up you there. Can't. On it. Uh, we no, come you up can't. Teach, we teach the art of history. So if it comes in within that within the history, you know what I'm saying? Then I'm a, then I'm gonna tell it the truth. You feel me? I'm gonna tell it. You know what I'm saying? Exactly how I seen it. You know what I'm saying? Or exactly how it's, it's, you know, historically. You feel me? So yeah, a lot of times that's gonna come up against him. That's gonna come up against what he's been taught. But like I'm asking you, like, how would you, you know, how would you handle it as far as, you know, you knowing he when he goes home. You know what I'm saying? Well, the thing. First of all, I think you handling it the only way you can handle it. You know, that's not your job on that end. But when we are adults amongst adults, or let's say if I'm fortunate to have a school that I can teach our children, right, there will have to be, and particularly this will be for Africans that are bringing their children there that are not African-centered in their thinking, but they're doing the right thing. You know what I'm saying? There has, I would have forms like you know how parents have to come here this night because this is what we are about here. We're African first, second, and third, and this is what this means. And I need for you to understand this because we're going to be teaching your child things that me and you weren't taught when we were in school. That's the whole purpose of this: to give our children the love, 
the truth, the self-identity that was denied us when we went through the enemy school. So that's where those discussions, I feel, would have to be handled because we're supposed to be partners in raising our children, the child that you birthed, that if we're African-centered, I still understand that could have been my child. So that's how I'm looking at this child. So it's a partnership. So if me and you are on different spectrums in terms of our ideology and, and our what our perspective is. If I'm African centered in my perspective and you're European in your perspective and that would be holding on to the religion of perversion. That's a conflict. It's not a conflict that can stop you from bringing your child here to our school per se, but there's information that you need to have so that you and your child can further the teaching that they're receiving from us. Mm. But that's that's my job, though. You know what I'm saying? Me, as being an adult that's not in your school, dealing with adults that are mentally caught up in the enemy religion, that's my job. My job is to handle them. Put thoughts into them. Battle. Now, in terms of me and that African, though, that's a Hebrew, even though he sends his child to an African-centered school, I don't know how me and him could work for our Abibi Fahodier. Mm. You got your hands full. I got to tell you. Because I see, because whenever I see, like, the school we at, right, I just think about, like, the frame of mind a person has to be in to even get there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's other schools out here. You feel me? It's all black charter schools out here. You know what I'm saying? It's all black private schools. You feel me? It's, you know what I'm saying? You got other African-centered education. You know what I'm saying? But, but, you know, I, w- I would say that we are, you know what I'm saying, are are more, uh, you know, we, we, you know, we hold a harder line. You know what I'm saying? We just hold a harder line, man. That's all it is. You feel me? So I just, I just, you know, I just like, I think about, you know what I'm saying, like what it would take for a person to even get to the point. And, 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 and I know that, I mean, it's there, like the the fucking shit has, you know, the enrollment has doubled in size since we've been there, and they're triple. You feel me? You know, so I mean, I know that the people is 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 being receptive to it. You feel me? But I also know that damn, it take a, you know, it take a certain level of awareness just to even. You know what I'm saying? Just to even get to me, shit. <laughs> say, I feel you. But again, I don't know. You know, I don't know nobody's attention, the intentions of why somebody that is, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know what anybody's intention is, King. Why they there? Why they sending their babies there? 
Is it a beautiful thing at the end of the day? It is. Is it fantastic that the enrollment has tripled? Absolutely. That's what we want. Y'all doing the work. Y'all laying down the groundwork for the visions of a true African reality. But, Queen, the other part of that reality is that a lot of the parents, I don't say a lot of them, but some of them aren't really, you feel me, they ain't really into the country shit. You feel me? Like, they, there's some of them that, you know, they just think that this just the best thing for their baby, and you know what I'm saying? They go about their shit. You feel me? But like you said, I that- mean, so so I, I heard what you said earlier, and I think, you know, I think about we do have other programs and shit up there. You know what I'm saying? I, I would think, yeah, that probably would be a good idea to just try to more push them to come into the other shit, you know what I'm saying, to 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 really get in that full uh, understanding of, you feel me, where we're coming, where we're coming from. I, I, can, I, can under, I can dig you on that. Yeah, but. You know, y'all, y'all at the groundwork, I mean, really, ground level. Y'all doing something that hasn't been done before on some real shit, on, on, in my opinion, on this level, like this, you know. So you, y'all learning as you go. And so, you know, I, I take my hat off to you because I don't know how you – the only thing I could think of, maybe once a month, some mandatory shit. You know, if you got your child in our school, at least once a month, we have you have to attend. I don't know how you want to word it, because people hear the word class and they get nervous, you know, because mm-hmm. of the conditioning that we receive from the enemy. A lot of us don't think we're smart enough. We get nervous. We doubt ourselves and all this other shit. But some kind of... The, Parents and teacher social gathering or discussion, and, and and maybe find a way in that way. But then again, do you really want to go that way too? Because I know you in the south and religion is real down there. Yeah, man, it, it's tough. But you, yeah, it's you know, so, you know, you know, they could be with the black power, but then if you're coming at the religion, will they now have a problem with that and want to take the children away? Three of the most influential years of his life. The one thing that I'll say is this. Y'all probably talking to him more than their parents is on a day-to-day basis. Only time they're getting their parents' hard body is Saturday and Sunday. I mean, that's if their parents really fuck with them like that. Mm-hmm. Hey. Just like every other school system. Y'all got them more than the parents do. What you gonna do with them? Hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. I'm hoping to have that problem real soon. Mhm. Yeah, because that's what I want too. You know. Um. 
And mm-hmm. how how am I go, how is the curriculum going to be set up? Right? I'm I don't want to pull no punches. I'm not going to. And how do I, I I have to incorporate the religions of perversion in the discussion of our history or in the discussion of history? Showing how this shit ain't real. Showing how this shit is a part of our mental conditioning. How we on this side of the Atlantic. No, it's going to be appearance, like, it's going to be something that we don't give a fuck. There's a lot of black people who now, they pretend like they still religious. They pretend like they still with Jesus because you might think that they're supposed to be with Jesus. You know what I'm saying? You know, everybody wear a Jesus piece. That don't mean shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's all they They're not even really going to care. I just see, man, with this, man, I just see that, like the queen say, it's the begin, it's, it's the beginnings of something that is leading to something great. And I just see it everywhere. You know, I follow the other schools that's, that's African-centered, that's out, of, that's out of the state, you know what I'm saying, with, with the Asashe Academy, the Uhuru Academy out there in North Carolina and she, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, so I'd like to follow them and, and see what they're doing, incorporating. But what I see here is I see, man, we got so many African-centered schools in just this area. You did it. We're just in within the metroplex. We got like five, four, like four or five, you know what I'm saying, at least. You know what I'm saying? And, and I see that, you know, the... the are waking, the people are, are coming up to the bullshit every day, you know what I'm saying, and making the decisions every day to, to pull up everybody out of that bullshit. You feel me? And so when I'm seeing it, like, man, it's just like, to me, it's great. You feel it's like a great thing that's happening in my in my face, man. I'm really just hoping to be able to contribute to it, you know what I'm saying, you know, I'm hoping to be able to just really be able to contribute to it. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like uh, we was talking the other day about, you know, trying to trying to do something with the sports or something that within this, you know what I'm saying, bring, bring in pro, sports programs or something, you know what I'm saying? You know, uh, that was the other thing that had, had kind of hurt me too, man, because like I had, a couple of people pulled their kids out, man. You know what I'm saying? When they came of age to really get in the sports programs and shit, they pulled their kids out. You feel me? And, and put them back in the public school. You feel me? You know, they, you know, seeing that their kids talented and this and that. You know what I'm saying? Want to group? I want them to play this or do that. You know what I'm saying? And and we don't really have nothing right now that can uh even try to keep that talent, you know what I'm saying, in-house. You feel me? We have nothing mm-hmm. else to fight to keep that talent within ourselves, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and I mean, I think that's going to be the next step. We gonna, not, not the sports, but, I mean, as far as, you know, the, the next step has to be to implement the, the uh, things that can keep that can keep our talent here. You feel me, whether this is sports talent or whether this is academic talent. You know what I'm saying? I do, but you don't you got a dilemma, though? 
See, what I'm hearing is, again, going back to the parents. Because you want your child to be a high-priced slave, basically. You're in an integration mindset. Your vision ain't for this shit to end. Because playing sports to do what? To be bought by a white owner at the end of the day, right? I don't think that would be every. I don't think that would be all of the. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, just with why or why do we have our children play sports? What's the whole sport thing set up for? Mm-hmm. It is a part of this society, right? I mean, like now you know when it, when you say when you said sports, I was just thinking that you know I know the kids. You want to get them into something active to make them active. Yeah, just get and them that's... into some active things. Now, now I, 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 you know what I mean. And y'all, that's why y'all got to find some. You got to find you some black martial artists down there, some shit like that. It's a sport. Somehow fight. I want to be real with the family for a second, though, right? I want to be real. I know this this, this ain't going to be a popular stance, but I want to just be real with the family, though, right? We're we, we missing out on a lot of revenue for the schools. or We're missing out on a lot of revenue that we could keep in, in the within, you know what I'm saying, what we're trying to build, like, that could be helping push this shit even faster by not having no kind of competitive uh, events. It don't have to be sports, but anything. You feel me? Like, you know what I'm saying, where parents come, pay, you know what I'm saying, pay a couple of dollars, you know what I'm saying, got there, see their kids, got there, compete, you know what I'm saying, woo, 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 right, whatever, whatever this is in. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this is a, this is a revenue stream. You did, we talk about, like, High school sports out here is the biggest thing. High school football is the biggest thing out here in Texas, right? Okay, we see in, in, in a game, in one single game, you know, you'll see motherfucking school make thousands of dollars, man, thousands of dollars just out for the motherfucking concessions and, and tickets to get in the motherfucker, right? Okay, now I'm not saying that we are to make our shit just like that. No, we know we're not making a system. We're not trying to copy that system or no shit. It's not like that. But what I'm saying is, right, let's say if we did have some kind of small something, you know what I'm saying, some kind of small little league or something, you dig amongst the schools or, or some kind of, you know what I'm saying, that's, that's, that's you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, we, we have to get the kids together. This this not this not this, I mean you learn a lot of things through sports. I know I know that a lot of people just see it as you get through you get into the to the professionals and shit. But you know it's more than that. This shit kind of give you a little discipline. You learn a lot of other character uh, things through team through team uh, sports. You feel me? And and I just uh, 
I feel like, you know what I'm saying, we're kind of missing out on, you know, we're kind of letting that just pass us by, you know, thinking, and it's, I don't think that we should be saying, like, uh, that's just the white man's shit. Like, it should be more of let's get back control of our shit. Like, niggas is athletic. That's just the goddamn, it's just the truth, man. You know what I'm saying? Niggas is athletic, my niggas. I mean, we have to get back control of this shit to where it's not where soon as goddamn, you know what I'm saying, they, they you know, you know where, where the nigga mind say they, I'm going to go to Alabama get to the NFL and this and this and this. You know what I'm saying? Like, we see that that mind state of athlete has has, has really been detrimental to us. You feel me? It's, it's nothing of, of uh, you know, doing this for his people or something. You know what I'm saying? Well, within the African-centered uh, schools, we have the ability to, you know, already implant that pride and 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 uh, you know, vision within the kids already before they even get to any, to, to whatever sport is. You feel me? Whatever the event is. So I just wonder, are we missing out? You know what I'm saying? What do you think on the brother boy, man? Am I tripping on it, brother boy? Am I? Am I? You know what I'm saying? Am I yeah. back with it? I understand what you're saying. This is why, like. Being active is what is always good, but you said like with competition, being able to compete with each other, also to not exploit, but to help grow the athletic prowess that a lot of our children have. I I was looking to com- competing, but like I said, I was looking to compete in maybe boxing, okay, maybe um. Like I said, they can do. They got the MMA, kickboxing, all that different type of shit. I get them in a competition; they can compete because them is other leagues that people ain't even tapping into, where it's still revenue there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Now, if you got some, because they, and because you're doing them like that, and they do like football or something, some other, it's always those, you know, those um, different leagues and shit that's always around. But to, to have something of your own, I was, you know, I, I don't. I think competition is healthy. You know what I'm saying? I think it's healthy. It builds a drive. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I'm not against competition at all. I ain't against I ain't against being athletic at all because motherfuckers we don't have to fight. I'm looking to smoke that. We can't have no motherfucking babies who think that they just gonna win with hooks and goddamn iPads in their hand. That's true. But my my whole point and where I'm coming from with it is sports. I come from a sports family. I played sports, ran track, played volleyball. Know what discipline is. Know what it is to push yourself when you don't, when you think you can't go no more. I also understand that our concept of sports is still under a master and slave paradigm. Mm-hmm. So if it's not where we are having our only, we're keeping white money out. We're not having our own schools, our own little arena where they can come and play and do their thing, where we are now teaching them to be owners of your physical abilities and proudness, to capitalize off of it and not be a slave, then what what is the difference? 
You know what I'm saying? Because that you're going to eventually be sending that child to that enemy. Or that child is going to leave you for that enemy because you're not, the way they're being conditioned, they're going to put that sports with dollars. How do you How do you break that? You're yeah, damn right. So right. the martial art thing, I think, is an excellent way to go with it, even to, like, obstacle courses and shit. Mm-hmm. All that shit. Y'all yeah, get like. Because you get the competition, you still going to have that competition. You still can pull in revenue because you can get parents to come in. You can get people to come in and watch competition no matter what. I don't see all different type of fucking sports. There's shit that you be like, what kind of goofy shit is that that motherfuckers coming to see? But as long as the babies is in there, moving, people come to see the shit. Exactly. You know, it's all about, you know, it's all about just running it the best way that you can, seeing where your revenue streams at, and you know what's best for where you at in your location. You know what's best for where you at in your location. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, that's what Hey, brother boy, you, you know, push push. man, we out here in Texas, bro. You know, yeah, that shit is. This that's is, football. That's football. Texas is fucking football fanatic fucking yeah. land. So look, niggas, it don't matter it, how much African centered these, yeah. these people' parents is, these kids' parents is, or they are. Sunday come, they watch yeah. the Cowboys. You feel yeah. me? No, I, I I agree. I agree. But where you at? Where you at geographically? It would be hard to not do some football act because of how. Um, you know what I'm saying? But see, that's why I think that you might got. See, it's going to be hard to keep the children from thinking about wanting to be football players. Yeah, but because, but because no, this, and this where you at is so football saturated that to find something else different might be good because it would be something different. You know what I'm saying? Even though I know that regardless, though, you you in a football fucking state. That's what the fuck. All of Texas from the top to the bottom breed football players. It's, that's the, it's part of the culture there right now. You know what I mean? So I know kids there, they just want to be about football. You know what I mean? I've seen they, it. They can do it, though, right? They got mm-hmm. a whole bunch of schools there. See, y'all got something that I don't see where I'm at. Y'all actually got different African-centered schools in a small, not a, but a close radius. A close proximity, you're right. So not, y'all can pull that off. All over the place. Having little that. leagues and that type of thing, you could pull that off. You know, I uh, I think about right. We Texas Rangers got a pitcher, right? This nigga named Yu Darvis, a Chinese dude, right? And for for the Texas Rangers to sign this nigga, right? They had to pay the Chinese people fifty million dollars before they could even talk to the nigga. Okay, so they so they end up signing them for fifty million dollars. They end up signing them for fifty. But they already had to pay the nigga, pay the pay the country. They had to pay China fifty million to just just talk to the nigga. You feel me? 
just like with Yao Ming in Houston. Houston Rockets had to they had to pay China before they could even talk to Yao Ming. They had to pay China to talk to Yao Ming. Mm-hmm. Then from there, Yao Ming decided if he wanted to goddamn sign a contract. And I look at our brothers, right? We have to be trying to figure out a way we can get this kind of control back over our back over. It ain't you know gonna happen, brother. Tim. Situation. It ain't gonna happen, brother Tim. All right. It ain't gonna happen. I, I, look, Queen, I, I could I could say the only, brother. The only the only thing that's gonna happen for us, we take this shit. It, it, that is not going to happen. All right, you you mentioned China. That's another motherfucking country. Cross the waters, right? Yao Ming wasn't kidnapped and brought here. Ain't been here for 400-something plus years now. Five, one on five and shit. It's not going to happen. And see, that's what I don't even want. See, I can't speak on shit because I'm not working in the African Center School. That's number one. No, number two, okay. I don't have. Hello, hold on, hold on. Good. Let me just finish what I'm saying before you go. There. I don't have. I haven't established an African Center School. Understand that. But I am never so fortunate to either work in one or establish one. My my goal, well, the things that I've done with the children in my life, is to keep it real. Look. This shit got to end. The only way for us to have the aspirations that you were speaking on is for us to take it. Mm. You know, motherfucker took our dignity. They took our heritage. They took our culture. They took us. what, What the fuck is the answer to that? What's the solution? But to take you back. So in in this racist invader land, I don't see in no kind of way that happening, huh? Nah, nah. First of all, we they, you know they got they got laws to, it, it, for our people that you can't even get your your child can bring a Division One A school or count a hundred thousands of dollars. Y'all could be in the projects, and that child cannot take $20 to put food on y'all table for y'all to eat that night. That will be against the NCAA, NCAA rules. That child will be kicked out of school, lose the scholarship and everything. You saw what they did to Cam Newton, father? Yep, Jameis Winston, too, shit. Okay. Yep. The only thing that I could see that could happen for us, Brother Tim, it's for us to decide that we are not going to uh, play with them, that our top athletes are not going to be on their teams, and that our top athletes and our community, even if it's a rinky-dink fill, on that rinky-dink fill, that's where you would have to come and play, uh, pay to come and see our children play. Can I, can I tell you what I've seen, though, in the last couple of years, though, Queen? I, I've seen our athletes, you know what I'm saying? You know they are under they they are they are understanding that this is slave slave master relationship. You understand? So they are so they are getting in. You're seeing more Marshawn Lynch's in the game. You know what I'm saying? That's that's getting in, giving my shit, 
and I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? Last year you had the uh the rookie Ben Simmons, you know what I'm saying? Who who was at LSU, number one basketball player in the league. And and what did he say? He said, Shit, I'm not here to to really go to school for y'all or shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm here just because y'all said I need to be here for this little for this year, and I'm gone. You see, more and more people do not only that, but what I see in the football is you see more of our black uh, higher ranked people deciding to go to uh, HBCUs again. You know what I'm saying? Like you see, I see a push this year. Even with this year, we see a lot of the. Uh, you know what I'm saying? A lot of the uh, more top-ranked players deciding to go to the HBCUs, you know? And, and uh, I, I see that there will probably be a, a, a bigger push for this, you know what I'm saying, especially with the blatant racism in niggas' face today. You feel me? Niggas is not going to want to be at Alabama that's way out in the middle of nowhere, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> If the owners, if the owners say, or these teams and the NAAC and the, uh, the league say, the only way you can get in this league is if you go through these schools, then what? Mm. Because I personally feel that, just like with everything, uh, these white races that own these teams really are looking for ways to get black men out. They, they, they not happy that they got to pay y'all that money. You're talking about how they go to China and, and to get a baseball player. Well, shit, before anybody was born, baseball was synonymous with black people. Goddamn right. But then now we see... You can't even find no black folks. Right, but look where the cracker took his money. He, t- he didn't put the money in the hood to keep baseball camps going. Nah, he put that shit in the Puerto Rican spots, the Dominican, put it over in China. Same thing with basketball. They putting they, they funding mad money over in Europe. All right? That's mad exactly. money. That's where the money that's where it's going to too. The new basketball players are the Europeans. They've been right. sending that's money over there setting up camps for for the longest for them to get their skills up so they can come over here. Yeah. They're really yes. pushing that. The yes. European players. But at the end of the day, no matter how many they try to bring, no matter how many uh, Dominicans they bring or Puerto Ricans, you get that one black man, he outshine them all. He outshine them all. And see, that's where I wish we would get as a people, where we would realize our talent and our worth and pull away, literally pull away from them and still play the sport, in our hood, in our park, and if you want to come, this is what you got to pay to come and see us. That's how that Negro League got started. Mm-hmm. They didn't want us around. And when they seen the talent that our men had compared to the professionals, they couldn't run as fast. They couldn't jump. They couldn't catch behind the back like our men. They couldn't hit it out the park like And, you know, I'm, as a woman, yeah, I can't speak on this, but as a woman, nobody has style the way a black man does. Nobody can do it like he can do it. Yeah, and they've they seen it. Yeah, they've they seen that. They've they seen that pizzazz when they was on the motherfucking mile. Niggas, 
you know, we just got a certain type of, you know, not swag. We got a certain type of swagger. You know it was like that with, it was like that with the ABA too with basketball. Yeah, with the ABA. Exactly. Yeah, with the ABA. Even though it wasn't a total black league, the ABA was the league where the black basketball players got to go and showcase that. Listen, man, I'm thorough, B. Fuck oh. all that Bob Cousy shit over here. Fuck that Cousy shit y'all doing. This is where the thoroughbreds at. Nigga, we crossing over. We behind the back passion and every fucking thing up. And hey, then we're jumping on your head. This is y'all yeah, you shit with football. What it is, yeah. man, me is like, you know, man, I grew up, my, my, you know what I'm saying? Like, the team sports that I played coming up, man, like, you know what I'm saying? I see the good that it did for me, you know what I'm saying? As far as, you feel me, I, nigga, uh, you know, I was I was just wilding, you feel me? Like, I could see some of the discipline and, and some of the, you know what I'm saying, camaraderie and shit, you feel me, That that's there to this day, you know what I'm saying, with me. So, I don't know, man. I, I mean, maybe it's just that I'm, you know what I'm saying, maybe it's just that I'm uh just overrating that or, or something, you feel me? I don't know if you're doing that, King. you speaking on what it did for you. I'm just, I'm just really trying to uh, think of ideas, you know what I'm saying? Because cause for one, you know, you know, I mean, niggas ain't getting no state funding, man, and no shit, you know what I'm saying? The niggas ain't messing for nothing. Niggas trying to goddamn say, you know, let's, you know what I'm saying? Let's make this shit, you feel me? I'll just be looking at like, damn, you know, we sitting here, we got considered schools, man. We, I know it's number, but politics, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. You feel me? Well, I think y'all got the, again, y'all at the forefront to change the game up. You really are. I would love to one day be able to say, man, let's go to the game. And we going to the game. And I know that's a dream type shit, but, you know, be love, man. We go to the game, man. This, you know, African schools. You know, African city school play each other and shit. You feel me? Nigga got down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> saying, saying niggas that's the best, though. You know what I'm saying? Not no bullshit shit. Saying niggas that, that's got some shit. That, that's got skills. Shit. But. I think Brother Bourne gave you a good suggestion, though. It's cost effective, and that will allow y'all to get the money up to start a little league for football. And that is martial arts. Competition, paying a couple of dollars to come and see your children compete. Mm-hmm. Get the money up. That. Get mm-hmm. that little league popping for uniforms and shit. Yeah. You know, do the little, you know what I'm saying? Because they can perform with the martial arts. They ain't even got to, like, the comp, they got all different type of competition. You got the competition where you can have kids in there fighting each other. But then you got the competition with just form alone. Just Let's see if you can go through these forms where, that's just book on their focus, their discipline, the control of themselves, all that shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Let's control the world that you be right. My friend, Sarah Knapp, February 9th, my baby going to get, see if she's going to move up her belt. Uh, I'll keep up. See what she get to. 
A-A-E-P to the queen. And that's what I was visualizing while you was talking. That's going to be a serious, serious young queen. Kick your ass from state to state. (laughs) And 100% queen all the way while doing it. See, that's that's the goal. Mm -hmm. It can be done. It can be done. Yes. All woman all the way and still ain't nothing to play with. Mm-hmm. And I see some of the other sisters who came up under that same system, and that's what they like. They more, well, you'll never know. They just some nice ladies, just nice, nice sisters. But man, if you ever try anything fucked up, they gonna break your shit. Oh, mm. word. I'm talking about y'all some some fierce. They gonna hurt you some fierce, man. Like, bro, the women, the women that come out the dynamic university, they be fucking mean. Like, be they better than the men? They sharp, mean. Yeah. I'm gonna have to come to where you at, huh? Yeah, I'm telling you, you're gonna be mean. Look, they're not gonna play. You don't be playing. I say, man. It's skills we got to have. So that's what I said. I think that's a win-win right there. And it's cost-effective. Yeah. Get that money up to do the other sports. Yeah, because all you're doing is having to pay for a gig. You buy a gig, $25, $30. You know what I'm saying? If you want to buy them little shin guards or whatever, and like you got to go keep buying cleats and you got to pay for this equipment, pay for that kind of thing. Pay the twenty five dollars, give them a gee. Wow. Somebody it's somebody around who knows some type of martial arts who's gonna be willing to train the kids. Mm-hmm. Man, we had mm-hmm. uh we had a spot they used to do it for for the uh babies up there when they had the school before. You know, it was like uh you know, that was a couple of years a couple of years ago they had the spot, you know, in the in the center where we at, the uh the karate place was like a couple of doors down, and and you know they said he would come down and give the kids free karate lessons and shit, but he had to close his spot. No, I'm going to be trying to think of, you know what I'm saying, some kind of, uh, like, I always try to think of some group activities and stuff for the kids, man. So one thing I'll be noticing is, like, you know, they, to indeed, they geniuses, you know what I'm saying? They they are very ahead of they, ahead of their age, you know what I'm saying, group, you know, uh, individually, you know what I'm saying? But, but like, you know, they depend on that, you know, a lot, you know, as far as they not really, don't really want to, uh, they really learn how to, you know, work, work with the group settings, you know what I'm saying? So, so that's really what they would have to, uh, we find ourselves like trying to really, trying to, you know, get the discipline right, you know, with them, you know what I'm saying, make a show, you know what I'm saying, how to help each other and shit, you know what I'm saying, 
you know, different things like that, man. I'm trying to find some more little activities for them, you know, that can, that can keep stressing that, you feel me? Queen man, she comes up with some of the she comes up with some of the greatest activities for these kids though, man. I know if y'all seen some of this stuff, y'all would be tripping out, man. Y'all probably, you know what I'm saying? Like see, like what we working on, what we got them doing now is a board game, you know, where they all making different board games. I mean not all of them, but they in groups, but they making board games, you know, dealing with the freedom fighters, you know, that you know what I'm saying, that we done went over. So, you know, they they got all kind of games, man. This is so cool, bro. You feel me? Mm-hmm. You know, one of them I got where... I hear the joy in your voice. Huh? I hear the joy in your voice, King. I really do. I say, man. I say, you feel me? It just, you know, sometimes, man, you know, I done did a lot of wrongs, you know what I'm saying, in life, man. And it just, you know what I'm saying, that's one thing that I just know is right. You feel me? I just know it's the right thing, man. You know, so I, I just be happy they let me be a part of it. You feel me? Chat. The one kid, the, the, the one group they got where, goddamn, they got the game is damn near like a is damn near like a monopoly or some shit. But but when you land on the spot, you might goddamn me. The spot the spot might be the, where you get caught by the KKK. You know what I'm saying? Or the spot might be where you where you the caught up with a freedom fighter to help you get to the next spot. You feel me? That's the, dope. the shit, the shit the kids come up with, man, in their head, man, it just lets me know, man, that they are just, you know what I'm saying? I asked the question today, man, it let me know that, that, that the parent, that you just become so much more forgiving as you get older. You feel me? You just become so much more, you know what I'm saying? Now we're going to let that shit slide. You feel me? We're going over Malcolm X. You feel me? And then... And the subject come up about Malcolm X that how he was killed. You know what I'm saying? And 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 one of the girls vividly just gave her just a real just graphic, you know what I'm saying, detail of, you know, you know what I'm saying, him being laid out on the tracks and ripped up, you know what I'm saying? Ran over with the train. What the train to do to you and shit. You feel me? What the train to do to your body. One of the young kids is telling the other kids because I got them teaching each other. You feel me? So I, I asked the question. You know, what would you do? How would you feel if somebody did that to your daddy? Man, when I tell you, some of the answers came up out of there, man. <laughs> <laughs> Man, all I can say was well, black power, man. You feel me? Yeah. Fuck all that forgiveness and shit. <laughs> 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 Little kids, 
said I would have the train run over a flow. <laughs> I was like, I already got them beef on here, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Shay. Goddamn me. See, little homies, man, you know what I'm saying? Man, hey, fuck all that. You kill mine, we gonna do you bad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nah, but you know, you know what I'm saying. I ain't trying to give them the answer. I'm just trying to see where they at. You feel me? And and man, you know, it wasn't no turn the other cheek coming from these. From you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna pray for them. It wasn't none of that. Check. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, y'all doing something right. Words. Man, we need whenever y'all come out here, we need y'all to come up there and black. You know what I'm saying? See Get them so they can just get it from the, you know what I'm saying? Get it from the G's, man. You feel me? Shoot. Mm-hmm. For real. You know, they would love it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. Yeah, Are you moving? Go ahead. Got to keep on moving, man. You feel me? As a family, we all moving, man. Big, you feel me? Feet on the ground, man. Yeah. Y'all, I'm glad that lady didn't say you saying that, feet on the ground. I heard her when when we was listening to her earlier, the fucking Muslim. She said, yeah, and I got my feet on. I was like, that bitch better not say the ground. And she yeah. said, feet on the street. I said, okay, thanks. Oh, that bitch would have said feet on the ground. I, I don't know what the fuck I did. Infiltration. Just... Infiltration. Yeah. Infiltration. You know, like, what the fuck? What? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, 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 that, that was... uh, but she said it. I got my feet on the... I said, oh, God. This bitch. Uh. And she said, the street. I said, oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Because, man, I, I don't know what I would have did if she said the ground. But, <laughs> yeah. I, I was listening to one of Sadie videos the other day. He said, he said, keep your feet on the ground, keep your boots on the ground. <laughs> I said, look, man, you better fix that shit. Yo, I swear he be ear hustling, but he can't. Oh, yeah. I know he not. But this nigga be right in tune with, with the shit that the family done talked about. Brother Born, I'm listening to this motherfucker the other day, and he talking about hip-hop, how public enemy was the shit, that this is the kind of music. And I'm like, hold up. Brother Born just hit us in the head with this. That's why I put the shit in the hangout on Facebook, because... 
Like, nah, nigga. The day that I put the shit up is the day that I heard him say it. And I'm like, hold up. Brother Vaughn said this shit several days ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been mm-hmm. hearing a lot of things up there when we say that we finally like, man, I know he be. Got <laughs> you know you are investing. Yeah. Yeah, man, but hey, you feel me? That's, uh, you know what I'm saying? They say imitation of the best form of flattery, man. So rock on, you know what I'm saying? Shit. Sound like a good pull. Yeah, Queen, I'm over here on it, man, feeling good. It, it sounded good when you exhaled on it. Like, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here on one, man, you feel me? Shoot. It's been a good day, you know what I'm saying? I know you and the queen doing that good work, though. That much I know. But one doing that good work. Like, there are definitely family members on feet on the ground that are really, really got their feet on the ground doing some monumental, revolutionary work. Uh, and we just started We just started getting them fucking, uh, we just got our first foster kids over here that we trying to rehabilitate. I don't know why. Uh, uh, so he would have, yeah, he would have family, but you know what I'm saying. We got, we got to, we we got to rehabilitate. But it's, it's all good. It's, it's, it's y'all. I'm telling you, foster care shit though, some other shit, man. That is some other shit. That make kids go wild. I'm telling you, y'all, foster care hurts children. It hurt the youth. It hurt them bad. Foster kids not know where you want to be. I know everybody I know that went through that, went through all that foster care, why all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Why I hear it ain't why it's uh, kept on roll, you know what I'm saying? But you know it's the same shit, you know what I'm saying? But all the niggas I know that went through all that, through all them, uh, you know what I'm saying? Things like that, man, they. Shit, off the chain. You feel me? Mhm. But it ain't go. It ain't go. It ain't gonna be too too uh hard though to get it right though, cause it's a it's a, you know what I'm saying. It's a group of y'all, man. You feel me? The the, the the uh influence I feel like that that it is it'll be strong, you feel me? Right about that. You definitely got you know, they got they they got a stronghold, a nucleus. And same thing with you. No? Yeah. I do one thing I do like about where we at, man, is you you know, you get so you get so many other parents coming up there, man, 
putting their time in. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, to me, that really just, you know, it, 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 it builds like a community kind of, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where where it's not if another parent tell your kid this, something you, you feeling like they telling them out of, you know what I'm saying? Now you know this nigga, they, they love your kid like everything, everybody else. You know what I'm saying? So so it's it's a it's a more of a uh, you can see that it's 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 a community effort. You feel me? A beautiful thing to witness. Shit, I look forward to seeing such a thing. That's why you know at the end of the day. Can't nobody tell me shit about the family in Texas. Like, I don't have to agree. Not to say that I'm not in agreement with everything, but I'm just throwing that out there. But the Mm -hmm. fact that y'all have what y'all have down there, it is an example to be upheld and respected. It is a beautiful goddamn thing. Family, my phone is dying. Well, it's that time. It's under shut down. It's three. We done did the whole five hours. <laughs> we just did the whole five hours. I, just, I didn't know if we was going to make it. I didn't know if I was going to make it at 2 o'clock. I was like, this is damn. <laughs> then, next I know it was 2.36. I said, well, shit, well, we'll make it. Well, you know, we did this in a while, so we've been missing each other. Already. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We had to come back with a bang, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but it's going to shut down on us. It's going to shut You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed.